welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. My name's Mike. They call me Uncle Mike lately, and I'm joined, as always, by my man, my co-host with the most, Jury. Hey, Mike. <laughs> What's up, Jared? How you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to give you the full name treatment. Uh, it's Jared Smith. <sighs> yep. That's up for debate. You've been outed. That's my full name. There you go. There Jerry you go, John Smith. Two five-letter words. <laughs> to form, form a man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Coming in with the facts. Dude, you're sporting the nice, uh, what is that, the eighth grade uh, summer after eighth grade, Freddie Prince Jr., uh, Cape Cod League uh, all-star baseball jersey? No, bro, this is Little League. Uh, we Yeah, we talked about this shirt. I'm wearing it again. Nice. Tight, it's tight, my tight. Little League baseball tee. He was just jelly. Still fits. Still hey, fit. there he is, <laughs> guest producer. <laughs> yeah, What's going third, on, yeah? The third member of our show, John Rocky Calvo. What up, John? Happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Appreciate well, it. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming home. <laughs> working, the, working the computer tonight. We got The Rock. The Rock. And we also have some Tito's on the rocks. Ooh, yeah. Uh, joined by some LaCroix. Uh, mango mm. LaCroix, naturally mango-essenced sparkling water is how they label that. That's right, motherfucker. Essenced. <laughs> That's why I'm going to just start saying everything. Yeah, essenced that. Yeah, I picked mango tonight because uh, our producer, Rocky, is infamous for his cubed mango rant. It just makes sense. <laughs> I don't years understand and years why they're cubed, man, but they are, and they're still good. So. <laughs> Not <we> all are. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, in some crazy scheme to make money, some fruit companies <laughs> put their mangoes into cube shapes mm. so you can easily eat them. But they used to be in slices, so mm. I don't understand why they, they migrated can, to cubes. They can them. come in any any way you want them to come, John. <laughs> uh, just recently, I've been getting them in cubes. As we were talking about earlier, the dole, man, I'm telling you, frozen, it's like a snack, and then Wawa. They are the originators. So yeah, well, you, you don't eat them frozen, though, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, it's like a snack, gross. dog. What? You're disgusting. Are you that's serious? Gross. You don't that's eat like frozen freezing food? LaCroix mango <laughs> <laughs> into cubes, <laughs> which honestly is not a bad idea. So actually, go for it. Ooh, we should know. Mm, it wouldn't be yeah. enough flavor? Would it? Could Question could, Can you freeze Yo, carbonated Next juice? time you're on, just bring the frozen... <laughs> Mangoes, and we'll put those in the Tito's and see if that's in That good. sounds delicious. Done. I think my stupid ass question was going with Can you freeze carbonated drinks? Ooh, that is a dumb question. Is it dumb? Yeah. What's the answer? <laughs> yeah, you can freeze You can freeze it with water. Yeah. With water or? No, this is like, what I'm saying. Would, so, would it still sparkle after it unfroze? If you suck no. on the ice cube, is it like fizzy bubbler? Fizzy bubbler. No, <laughs> definitely not. No? no? Then where does the CO2 go? It just gets pushed out in the freezing process. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, science alert. I'm gonna do a little science project. I mean, this. we could Google it. Can you, can you freeze? Can you freeze? Uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty confident on this one. I'm, not, not because I've ever experimented, but just because it seems logical. I mean, I, I'm going in like I know this 100, percent but I don't. Well, I'm saying I, I feel, I, I feel like you can freeze them, but I, my question is. Not, I bet they'll taste like mango LaCroix, the ice cube itself. But if yeah. you suck on it, will like, there be like any any difference? Like maybe like a little like pockets of... Wait, wait, wait. That said something cool about it at the top. Pockets of... You should be a bit careful. Okay, so this is sounding like, yes, you can freeze it and no, it won't be sparkly. But you should be a bit careful 
because as the carbonated water freezes, the carbon dioxide it releases will create pressure in a closed container. So you may end up with torn plastic bags, ruptured bottles, uh, or a damaged freezer in the worst case. They're not talking about ice cubes. They're talking about like if you put a, a, a Soda. can or a bottle of carbonated. Ooh, this carbonation's making me gassy. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially they're just saying, can you make ice from carbonated water? And, and they're also saying what what I think I was saying, which is... Exploding ice cubes. The carbon dioxide will just kind of remove itself in the freezing process. Exploding ice cubes, slightly flavored exploding ice cubes. Right. Is what That's not a bad prank idea, though. Prank, so just put, like, a nice or... seltzer in a in a freezer and just wait for it to pep. Mm. You See, know? I, I, I was thinking more, <laughs> more along the lines, let's let's freeze some mango LaCroix in an ice tray and then we can flavor our drinks with with slightly mango flavored ice cubes. Essenced. Essenced. Mango, mango <laughs> essenced. Um yeah, no, that's what I was getting at originally, but I don't think it would be enough of a hit of mango right away. Mm. Well, these ice cubes I, I, I like it. I I'm sticking with it. Okay. Let's and then it. maybe, like, best case scenario, they start exploding in the glass. Ooh. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> cool. I mean, what you could do is just take the cubed frozen mangoes I've been eating, drop them into the drink, and there you go. Yeah, good yeah go. I mean, that's what rich people do, but I'm talking you know, about, like, freezing is... LaCroix, <laughs> oh, <bro. no. laughs> I'm talking about freezing the LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix <laughs> is the Bugatti of fucking seltzer, though. It yeah. really is. Dead niche. Mm-hmm. It is. That's that's the ghost of seltzer right there. That is that's that's fucking handmade, carved out of Jesus's breast meat. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway, we're all drinking the Tito's Mango Lacroix. Cheers. Uh, Let's cheers it up. A full sweep. All three drinking the same thing tonight. Cheers. Cheers. Episode number sixty, my friends. Milestones. Yeah, halfway to 120. <laughs> Why 120? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Six, Here we are. 60 is not really a milestone, but kind of is. Ah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's it's, it's halfway to 120. It's got a it's, zero in it. It's got a zero at the end. Anything with a zero in it is a milestone. I was thinking it was going to be a milestone because I think we were going to plan on doing, like, a power hour for 60. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. But tonight's way too low key for that. Yeah. No, you can't do that. We puke not all, now. Puking all over the loft. Yeah. Me, Rocky Calvo, and Uncle Mike. <laughs> sounds like sounds we were like gonna try and like plan it so that we could do a power hour, but mm-hmm. eh, you know, the podcast life is it's not as glamorous as maybe it seems on the outside. Mm. It's yeah. not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. But yeah, definitely uh, a lot of yeah, ground. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of Wednesdays. A lot of, Wednesdays. <laughs> a lot of Tuesdays and Wednesdays here. You know, really sacrificing. Not mad about it. Yeah, I mean, it breaks it. the week up. It's that's great. That's for sure. Great. A lot of footwork. <laughs> a lot of footwork? Is that the. Is the nope. Now we're sitting. Is that the what? Boxing term? <laughs> is that we talking about boxing? Or? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> that footwork. Got that footwork. <laughs> anyway, Oof. anyway, oh, a lot of right. footwork. Okay, back, yeah, back to life. Um, so yeah, what what you been up to, Smitty? You been up to you doing anything good? You doing uh, have you have you done any charity work? Mm, no, uh, nope. Volunteered, uh, volunteered no. anywhere? No, no. Uh, then I don't appreciate questions like that because. <laughs> I mean, clearly, 
that's a gotcha, and I don't like this gotcha journalism. Tricked you. No, I haven't done any any uh, whatever you said. What's that? Uh, you charity. asked me oh, not to ask you any of these questions anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I haven't been doing much since last time I saw you. Mm. Uh, getting getting weatherproofed. It's been getting colder. Yeah. Pretty cold yeah. though. Yeah. But uh, I the, like it. The life of an outside man. It's nice and toasty in the loft now, though. Not toasty. Opposite of what we yeah, usually. You are fight. clearly outside all day because this is not <laughs> what I would describe as toasty. <laughs> We're all rocking, like, I'm rocking a flannel. You guys have hoodies on. I can't even see my breath. I know, right? No, yeah, just uh, just that weather. That weather stuff people usually talk about. That's been happening. Oh, that yeah. weather thing's been going on. Uh, weather's weather. Uh, Pretty exciting. Shut the fuck up, John! <laughs> <laughs> talk about weather, man! <laughs> my bad, y'all. <laughs> talk about weather, man! <laughs> This is the type of weather you get them frozen mangoes in. Uh, <laughs> that's right, yo. Leave them outside. <laughs> that's all how you day. make a frozen mango. <laughs> I can't believe that you're you. Can we? Can we just like real? I feel like we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that Rocky is is enamored by the fact it's, that it's they sell man. mango in cube form, and now his new kick is that they're frozen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wild. I'm what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm telling you. It was a good find. I was at the grocery store. I was doing my regular <laughs> shopping. Um, you know, I'm a man of uh, habit. So, you know, I was really used to the sliced mangoes at Wow. I got them pretty regularly. When I found that they were cubed one, one night, just mind blown. And then now more recently, um, I don't like dessert just as a personal thing. So I like to eat fruit frozen. And then I found out they're doing cubed mangoes frozen, dog. It was a game changer. And here we are. <laughs> I love it. How did they come up? Like, how did they come some up with that? Some people's levels up in life are like, I really got that you know, raise that promotion that I was looking for. And that's, that's what you got to love about rock, man. He'll be like, I mean, simple, stepped it up today, <laughs> stepped it up today. They hey, froze my cubed mangoes. And now it's, it's home. It's showtime. Mangoes became cubed <laughs> and I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> and now guess else. what? They made them colder. <laughs> and holy shit. Shit is dessert. And I found it in the hood. That market is dessert though. It's you realize that part. like, you can't say I don't like dessert. Frozen mango is 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 a dessert. But I don't like I don't put like icing or ice cream. What about Cool Whip? Cool Whip? No, I don't mess with Cool Whip. I mean, if I'm gonna eat Cool Whip, it's frozen. But I don't really dabble with that either. So I'm I'm more of just like frozen fruit. And there it is. That is a fat person thing. I've done that before. <laughs> right, it's good. Frozen Cool Whip. Like you eat it, <laughs> it like ice good. cream. You're like num 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 num. You're like this is just fucking fluffy heavy cream. That is it. Sugar in it. <laughs> and it is good. But it's just like ice cream. Speaking of this, I got duped last night by a fucking ice cream sandwich, what I thought was an ice cream sandwich. We were at the Devil's Game, Nikki and I. And she gets us Mrs. Fields chocolate chip cookie on both sides. Oh, fucking, I'm like, damn, look at that thick-ass Vernurler ice cream right in the middle there. I love that Vernurler. Daddy about to fucking chomp. So creamy. So I take a huge-ass bite, and I'm like, that's not cold enough to still be this consistency. She's like, isn't it great? It's my favorite snack. I'm like, that's not ice cream. Oh. And she's like, yeah, it's frosting. Oh. I was like, Nick, this is the most fucking disgusting thing that's... I've ever put in my mouth. Like, Just regular straight up vanilla frosting? Cake frosting. Straight up vanilla S buttercream frosting. <laughs> two inches thick in <laughs> between these two cookies. God damn, boy. I know. I was like, who needs this much sugar? I mean, if it was like a sweet cream, like that cream cheese frost, maybe. 
I mean, maybe. Maybe. But the, the, the amount. Up. It was the amount. Like it was like digging a deep spoon, like a like a nice like tablespoon, like a couple inches deep and just like rolling across a thing of like Mrs. Field's icing. Or Betty Crocker. Like Betty, Crocker. Betty Crocker. There you go. Standard Betty Crocker. Ass, that standard that, ass vanilla. That white stuff. Mm-hmm. And then just eating it. And like washing it down with two bites of chocolate chip cookie. That sounds like it would kill me. Yeah, I was near death. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like if I go to I swallow- felt so the worst part is like how I felt like how I felt so cheated. I was looking at it like getting giddy, doing a little dance. I was throwing up gang signs because of this fucking like ice cream sandwich. And what do I get? Ugh, a sh- fucking cake. You get sugar without the cake. <laughs> Oh, it was a oh. You get sugar pressed between two sugar sugar breads. They sell the shit out of these things too. For, for probably like Ugh. I don't even I don't even want to know how much it was. That's probably just gonna $10. make me more angry. Oh, <laughs> guaranteed. Motherfucking that's only like a, on that's getting like a seven dollars a pretzel. That's like a, a fucking cheat. Yeah, it, it really is. Because milk, I mean, vanilla based ice cream is basically like cold milk, and then you push some cookies in there. That shit is like, uh, what's what's a good what's a, like the bees and the honey. Perfect, man. I was trying to think of an, uh, a saying that, like... Oh, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, it's like, ah. uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, icing and cookies is, like... I need that vanilla ice cream. fat and fat. It's gross, dude. It really is. It's like, I don't know. It's like... Was it like Oreo icing? N- no, just like Betty Crocker vanilla icing. Like straight up vanilla icing. This thick, dude. Two inches thick. Through the whole, like, big-ass cookies, too. Nah. It's disgusting. Mm. Oh, and you know what? Then it also had it had sprinkles, oh. which is what made me think it was an ice cream sandwich because it had the sprinkles all the way around the edge, and I was like, "What the hell? I'm gonna make with that sprinkle? Mm. <laughs> oh no! What is this? Ah!" Mm. That's how I felt. Mm. Sugar with sugar on sugar <laughs> with sugar flour. Yeah, it was like taking a cookie and just <laughs> dumping like half a bag of like Domino sugar on it, and being like, "Take a bite of that. You're gonna love it." That's called diabetes. <laughs> it really was. And the worst part was, like, it was, like, all we had, and, like, the, the food was closed. So I, like, went back for, like, another really sad bite just to make sure it was gross. And I was just, like, verge of tears. Verge of tears. <laughs> Great game last night, though. Big doubles yeah. win. Big that was a good win. win, huh? Yeah. Nice. So, well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that happened. Um, so, dude, so tell me about... So tell me about... Um, and anything you, that's been up with you, Rock? I know I saw you recently out in Colorado. Nah, man, it's been pretty, pretty standard living right now. Um, still in Fishtown, uh, enjoying that. It's been been a good move back up to the north, kicking with y'all. Um, been able to like see some friends, which has been different. So I've been really enjoying uh, being back up here. Uh, Maggie's got a new job, so she's been making moves in the right direction. So hey, hey, there it is. So. Nice. Uh, it's been good, man. It's, it's uh, you guys got to come down to Philly. I'm telling you, there's lots of cool places. Got a great sandwich spot by my house. I've been frequenting it uh, pretty much every other day. Yeah. Um, hoagies are my new favorite. Not you used new, to go to Philly a lot. Yeah, a ton, right? Not enough anymore. So that's the thing. You moved back and you're in Philly, and and we used to go to Philly all the time, and now not so much. Yep. And you're back now, and I don't see you as much as I should. Well, I think we we had this conversation at that the batch where I have an issue yeah. with like putting together. Yeah, that's exactly. What the, that's <laughs> Is the, that where you're going? I always forget <laughs> that you're still you're back in Philly now because I never hear from you, and it's like, oh yeah, Cavo's still in North Carolina, and you're like, no, no, I'm in Philly. I'm like, 
what? Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> what? What? Like what? Yeah, so I gotta I gotta be more proactive and get you guys down there because there's some really cool spots. Fishtown, if you haven't been there in a while, has really changed up. So it's it's cool. We'll get you out there. Fishtown. I'm, I'm in. I'm into it. I finally. Ooh, great news. I finally got accepted at the local uh, tavern. Uh, Starboard. Shout out. It's uh. So Fishtown's like like a very solid neighborhood. Um, people still rocking mullets and stuff like that. They're kind of stuck in like the 80s, which is cool, but um, the local yeah, that's bar. The, that's that's the, the drugs that are still in Fishtown that haven't completely, <laughs> haven't completely gotten gone out. flushed out yet. But. Mm. but every neighborhood has like their own little bar, and uh, ours is called Starboard, and for the longest time, me and Maggie weren't like the most welcome people there, and we finally broke that, and we're now we're in. We're like part of the, like the regulars, which is pretty cool, so... I mean, I feel pretty. That's always nice, man. Yeah, yeah, that we is know good. Our name, Breaking our drink. that barrier. It's all about consistency and just That's like it. talking. We're accepted now. Yeah. <laughs> so, congrats, bro. Appreciate that. Sounds that, good. Man. You know, it's a good day. Nice. Don't <laughs> fuck it up. Yeah, try not to. I'll bring well, you guys good. there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's good to cats up. <laughs> it's good it to cats up. No doubt. Yeah. That's MRI. a ketchup joke, right? <laughs> cats up. <laughs> it's good. Cats up. In fish town? Uh, uh-uh, uh, bro. Oh, right, right, right. Wow. Go cats, though. Go cats. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So um, there's no good way to segue this, but um, there's some fucking raging-ass wildfires in California, mm. and shit's crazy. I think 44 people dead. Last I saw, numbers expected to rise. Um, some of this shit looks like fucking nuclear holocaust. Oh, like, it's apocalyptic for sure. It's it, crazy, dude. Some of these, like, yeah, there you go. Look at that one there, uh, Rock. Like Denver Post, up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. That, oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, you just, like, some of these images where it's, you can't see, like, you can tell it's kind of daylight, but maybe it's, it's small, not. Smoggy. It could potentially just be, like, a fire raging on somewhere else. It's just smoky, smoggy. The whole picture is, like, a pale yellow. I mean, yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's, it's devastating. Like, there's the videos of people like out on boats, like looking at the sky and it's clear blue and then they're turning and it just looks like mountainous, like just the clouds of smoke. It's uh, it's scary shit like a lot. And a lot of people had to be evacuated. Apparently, like, I don't know if this number's right, but I heard around 300 still unaccounted for. Like yeah. 300 people. Yeah, I mean, th- that's scary. Some sketch. And, shit. like, you would just be burnt up. Like, that's mm. the worst part is, like, if you got caught in this, it ain't, I mean, you ain't, like, just going to be found alive. Like, I mean, there's probably some people seeking shelter. Hopefully they're okay. Yeah, and you know what I, I heard the other day, which was crazy? They, they're they saying, like, the Northern Cali fire, like, the, the big one was burning something like an acre a minute or something? It was, it was something really fast. Shit. It was something really, really fast. And I might be downplaying that number. Like, an acre a minute might be, like, actually slower than it is burning. Well, we should bring in our uh, not-so-local expert in a, in, a se- in a special edition of Going Green. Ooh, Going Green. <laughs> Since all these trees are burning. Too soon? Talking about NorCal. <laughs> Talking about NorCal, bruh. Yeah, former Sacramento native and good friend of the show, Josh Green. Oh, we got to remember to put his song in there. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to put his song in. Fuck. Should I... Should I Look it up. Should I end it? What's up, fella? <laughs> What's up, Josh? Hold on a sec, please. Patching. Quick hold. We're patching you in. Oh, it was, it was on there. It was the first one on the search, Rock. Anyway, so I, I'm just going to say... Uh, 
yeah, this shit is, is pretty crazy. Um, but anyway, we're gonna we're about to go green in six seconds because we gotta get our technical shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're going wow, green. Good. We're about to go green. Oh, we're Can we get much higher? Going green. Green, everybody. Going green. <laughs> Josh, no, we, we patched you in just now because um, we kind of just, well, I'm not going to lie. We throttled ourselves, like, directly into this California wildfire and, uh, well, both California uh, wildfires. And, and we know that um, the, that area is close to you uh, uh, from your yeah. time in Sacramento. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I lived in Sacramento for for a while I was out there for about seven years almost eight years so yeah devastating man it's all the pictures on the news crazy 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 so shit yeah so jared was so saying see he's got a couple statistics on it he's thinking he heard that the fire was burning as much as an acre an hour a minute a minute it, it might be quicker than that i'm thinking disgusting yeah devastating just devastating crazy we're we're not quite over it here ourselves i mean it's just one of those situations like some of these some of these photos are like out of motion pictures man it's it's crazy you see people with videos and photos of just driving like straight through these fires because they got to get home i mean it's or got to get the fuck out of home it's craziness looks like independence day this is like crazy this video do you still have you still have a line and and anyone in Sacramento, Josh? That's that, that could shed some light on this. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, I mean, I saw I was watching the football game, uh, the Niners game. They had you know the air quality was like a concern for the players. Um, so, but it's not uncommon out there, man. I mean, every year, I mean, for most Californians, you know, they they. Uh, you know, it's a fact of life out there. I mean, the, the fires, um, you know, it's just a, it's just a becoming a regular occurrence. But I think with now it's the intensity, you know, the intensity of this one is a little bit different, um, makes it a little bit, but yeah, just devastating stuff, man. All the, all the pictures just tell a thousand words about it. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's like, um, so, I mean, we've covered California wildfires before. I feel like it wasn't too long ago. There was another big one. It's it's almost like if you're in the Midwest, like tornadoes are a thing, but if and you're in California, you get these crazy wildfires and California and gets all of it, bro. <laughs> they get earthquakes. They really do. I just this is what I say. Like I mean, I mean, this is probably the wrong time to bring this up, but like, really, like, fifty million people are like, I'm fine with earthquakes, wildfires, shocks, cold ass ocean water. I don't want to swim in, like. Come on, man. That's the give and take you get for living with celebrities and you get the weather where it doesn't rain ever. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of natural beauty there, right? Like, mountain ranges everywhere. Like, you got you got all of the climates. Um, and Grom's Chinese Theater. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> California's, a, California's a cool place, but I don't know why more people don't just visit. You know? 
I mean, really? You're just going to post up and be like, you could burn me. You could fucking yeah, it's, shake the earth beneath me. And like I 20, still won't leave. It's 20 million, right? It's 20 million like that they know about in, in a one little city. Or not city. Isn't that Los Angeles is 20 million? Or is it people? Nah. California's 20 million. No, California's like 51 million people, something like that. Dude, that's it's fucking insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. Because San Francisco's huge and Los Angeles is huge. Josh, how about, do you know the statistics? And we only got one Laguna Beach? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah. Just... I mean, those numbers sound about right. There's a, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, where especially, does LA really even LA. end? Yeah, I mean, if you define it different ways, if you're talking to LA County, man, it goes, it's, it's massive. Just, it's massive. I mean, it's like just so much land, so many people. It's, it's hard to comprehend, actually, like how, just how many people are just chilling in the desert. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you guys don't, you guys don't know what I've been thinking about? Yes. Tell us. You know, I've been, I've been thinking that, we have this term for this thing, right, called social media. And I don't think that's going to be the, the forever term. I don't think that's going to stick for it. Like when America was going through the Industrial Revolution, do you think people called it the Industrial Revolution at the time? Like nobody did, right? It was just way after the fact. Yeah. So people understood the implications of it. Yeah, yeah, it was way after the fact. It's going to be called social I like utilities. I feel like that's the same with social media. Like, we don't have a name for it right now, so we're just calling it that. Social revolution. It's, it's going to be something, man. It really is. I'm telling you guys. You heard it here first. I like. I know, you guys, are, uh, I know you guys are broadcasting from the booth, and uh, you might be at, like, prop, what, 25, 30 feet up there in the attic? I don't know. Mikey, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, you're but, talking uh, about our altimeter here in Princeton? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you guys yeah, might we're, be. We're at. in the swamp, bro. We're, we're maybe fifty, maybe fifty above sea level. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, out here, we're at, I'm at, I'm I'm patching in from fifty two eighty, so I can see the mile high from my apartment. <laughs> so they wouldn't call it the mile high for no reason. I mean, we're really up here, you guys. What's your personal number scale at right now? Hey, like I said, it's 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 fifty two eighty right now, Jerry. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. Five point two eight zero. Um, yeah, no. So, the, so that's that's an interesting perspective. I think you're you're absolutely right about that. But at the same time, um, are you really even breaking news on us, or are you just kind of stating like what what happened in the past? Like, right? Is that just a regurgitated? Are you regurgitating your Gordon Wood? I, I don't know. I don't know that I am. I mean, I I feel like. Like, I don't know what it would... I'm sure there's people who have come up with new names for it. But I just... I don't know, man. I, we're always talking about such heavy topics every time I come on. And it, it gets me thinking, you know. And it's... it's um, I don't know. It is wild times. And it is something to be said about, you know, what's just everything going on in the world. And I don't think people fully understand the implications of what's going on with the social media stuff and how, how people react. Do we lose him? Did we lose you? Oh, the patch is no good. He must. Josh, have you changed altitudes? Because we just lost you for a second there. No. No, I just. I mean, I don't know what the name is going to be called. I just. I think there's so many implications for what's going on in the world right now that um, I think it'll be years we'll look back on our, on our time, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be called the Roaring Twenties or whatever, but 
I really think we're going through something right now, fellas. No, and Josh, you're absolutely right. Right now, it's like um, the way social media has become like this fun and entertaining thing for people to connect, and everyone's kind of figuring it out as we go along. It's it's turned into this giant thing that no one really knows how to deal with or knows how to contain. And all the media and medium across social media platforms is just like out of control and like kind of became like wild, wild west of the internet. And everyone's kind of learning as they go and it's turning into this bigger thing than it ever meant to be. So you're right when you're talking about social media, like when it was first called that, I feel like it's going in a direction where maybe these social platforms are going to be called or like turned into utilities and then we're going to look back and be like, remember when it was called social media and it was for fun and linking up? And now it's like this social platform, like federally regulated. And each of these companies are basically like utilities. Like, and it's just like, we're going to call it something different. It's going to be a revolution of some sort. It's a connected revolution. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's different spectrums to it, too. I mean, I th we're talking to a, four guys here who definitely aren't very active on social media. But then you have like businesses and advertising and like different styles that people like um, get a lot of their news sources in. But then there's also another spectrum where people like literally live their lives through it and get like dopamine. Oh, rushes. there's people like, who already have established like what the traditions are. They're like, right, exactly. if you have a business, you should post at least once a day on this platform and blah, blah. And it's like, that is the most made up shit. You want to know why? Because mm -hmm. this shit has only existed for like, you don't even have real data on that. You just be like. And that's the thing, this, this, this overload of data and tracking and hypersensitivity to, like, like people aren't formulating trends on anything longer than, like, a two-month basis. They're like, oh, nope, can't make this anymore because the people aren't looking at it on the Instagrams. Yeah, that's the thing. The attention span of the, uh, the public has gotten way, 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 way shorter, and everything has to reflect that. And the fact that, um, like, politics and, ah, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Politics. What? Oh, diapers. diapers. Uh, <laughs> the fact that politics have just like bled into and taken over, and like, and social media has just become this like way to get your hate opinion out or like your fighting opinion about stuff that you're you like. It's it's all just like mushy now, and everything is just like it's all either targeted ads or or business related or political points, and like politics have just spread throughout all of these mediums that were meant to be like, hey, bro, what's happening? Hey, we're, we're drinking tonight. Eh, like, all these things that were meant to be, like, connecting people on a social level to better, like, the social hive mind of people to connect more. But now it's just kind of, like, infecting more. Mm. Deep. It's kind of what we do. It's kind of what we do as humans, right? Yeah. We seek these uh, avenues for communication and connection, and it it somehow drives us further from what we all want. Like, nobody feels responsible uh, for, for like, it, it, it's like this thing, right? Somebody will latch onto like straws and be like, oh, turtles are dying yeah, because of straws, right? Like, okay. But that's like just this one thing that you feel responsible for. And like, it's always funny to me because I'll be like, well, what's killing turtles? Oh, plastic in this shape, blah, blah, blah. What else is plastic doing? Probably millions of other things that are terrible for the environment because it never decomposes. But what are we worried about? Like, don't use straws anymore because of fucking turtles. Like, and, and it's funny how, like, we somehow we, we just, like, dig these holes that we think we're making a difference, but really we're just making assholes out of ourselves. Like, oh, well, you save you save turtles, but you killed every other fucking species on the planet because 
Yeah. You, you, you weren't looking that direction at that time, you know? You had everybody staring at turtles and straws and, you know. It the, is weird. It's like it's like a social bowl of punch. Like, the punch bowl always gets soiled or sour. Someone sours the punch bowl. Is that a thing? Is that a, is that a term? No. That no. is now. <laughs> Someone sours the punch bowl, right? And it's it's been happening throughout history, especially in technology. Like, look at... Look at uh, telephones. When telephones became widely used and widely popular, it was a way to connect with other people and to reach out to other people and stay in touch. And then all of a sudden you start getting infiltrated by like marketing calls or unsolicited phone calls just start leaking in. And then that market gets saturated and then TVs come out and you're like, oh, this is great. We get news. We got four channels. We got news, news, game shows, news. Perfect. And then all of a sudden like, all TV is is advertisements now. It's all just infected. It's souring the punch bowl. And now it's the same thing with social media. Like, it's all like, oh, stay connected, stay connected. Boom. Now it's all just like political. It's all negative. It's all bad shit. It's all, you know, souring the punch bowl. If you want to see good, clean, classic fun, uh, my wife is trying to build up her Instagram followers. It's at NickFob10. Um, wow. She'll be very happy that I did that. Wow. Well, you know what? There's, I think I we should be building up our own Instagram because we need to build that up. Yeah. Well, there's nothing political on uh, on ours or, or on, on my wife's, but ours is at Garden State Revelry. There you um, go. There you go. Holler at us. Don't talk to us on Twitter. Nobody checks it anymore. We're working on a guy for that. Josh, you want to be our Twitter guy? I'm not really good with the... Uh, God damn it. Yeah, I can't. I'm not really good with that stuff. I can't. Well, we're still looking for a Twitter guy, but um, yeah, other than that, hit us up, GardenStateRevelry at gmail.com, at GardenStateRevelry on the gram, which I, which is my personal favorite social media platform. We get caught up in this negativity that social media is a lot of fun for a lot of things. Josh, you're still not on Instagram. Why not, buddy? Let's create you an Instagram right now. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's not it's not all that bad. It, look, it, it lets people be more connected, right? So that's that's the not big, on my computer, bro. That's the big advantage to it. You know, you can share. You have access to to more information uh, faster. You know, so so that's a good thing, right? But I don't know, man. There's some of these things that some of these things that are happening where I'm not sure that we fully understand. You know, I'm not I'm not even sure that Mark Zuckerberg fully knows what what the implications of this stuff is oh he's the last person that knows josh in my opinion yeah it doesn't seem like he does to me like when he talks it doesn't seem like i think he knows now inspires a lot i can still a lot of confidence in me that he knows what you know what the hell is going on so how could he though he's so disconnected from like reality as far as like the common person i mean how could he know how the normal person uses it compared to like how he uses it well, yeah, I think he started with the best intentions, yeah, and then and then obviously the government came along and was like, you know what, this is pretty important. And then he got really fucking rich, and, and he became a lizard person, and he's so disconnected with actual human beings that he doesn't even realize what's happening, I'm sure. And does he give a fuck? I don't think so. It's interesting. It's interesting, because, like... Yeah, maybe it's, not, maybe it's not his responsibility to, like, maybe it's people's like society collective society you know like i feel like that's that's what's going by the wayside it feels like i mean the- who's gonna who's supposed to say who's supposed to reverse it you know like how do you walk the, how do you walk this horse back into the barn as we would say in the great state of texas michael how do you walk this horse back into the barn i don't think you can you don't raccoons out of the trash can now bro 
trash pandas. Ugh. How do you walk this horse back into the barn? There you go. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, social correspondent, Mr. Josh Green. Are you like it. Are you in the helicopter right now or the car? Oh, are we loud? How's my audio? Not great, apparently. It just sounds like you're sailing. It does sound like you're sailing, actually. What's up with that? It's pretty sweet. You sailing? You 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 sailing bastard you. Hey Mikey, uh Abs Bruins tonight. Who you got? Oh, hot take. Hot take. Where's the game being played? Obviously Colorado if it hasn't started yet. Stupid question, Mike. Next question. Uh who's in goal? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. I'm taking Colorado. Ruins all day. Whoa! Oh. Boom! Whoa! Hey, Josh, I'm going Avs all day, buddy. If the game's out there at like 52-80, they always have a chance. But you know what? Um, I, I'm going Bruins. Uh, the Bruins are a strong team. They don't lose a lot of games. I think you're living in the past. Ah, I mean, look, McAvoy's back, if I do recall. And that's a big deal for for the uh, for the Brews. Um, get some young energy, good spark like that. Out of young Charlie, out of young one two there. Um, and you know, yeah, you know, you never know. That's why a good game of puck is always worth we're going to watch. Fuck him, go Lanch. I'll take the uh, Devils tomorrow night against the Flyers. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Josh, can you shut the fuck up, please? Yeah, it's a good thing we called this guy. He's got so much to fucking say. Hey, um, I got one for you, Josh, before you go. Any 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 current events topics that uh, you feel like maybe we're not getting to that, that, that are on your mind? You tracking anything? Yeah, I, I don't I don't track a whole lot, man. I um I haven't been tracking a whole lot. I've just been doing a lot of uh you know, spending a lot of time up in the mountains, you know, Mike? And just sitting back and looking at things, man, just it's, it's, it feels like it's, it's just getting wild out there. I don't know what, what's going on in the current events world. I always feel like I look to you guys for the current events. Like you guys are always there to update me on that. Um, I don't know but if you know, but the great Stan Lee has passed recently. Josh. California's burning, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Heard about that. Wait, is this about the Stan Lee thing or the wildfire? Yeah, about Stan Lee. Uh, okay. I just think about how many how many movies that they made. I mean, I lost count of all the uh, comic movies that came out. They're coming out with another Spider-Man, I think. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, the movies for me aren't really Stan Lee's legacy, and it's kind of a shame that that's how he's going to be remembered because the mm-hmm. guy, um, yes, um, he cashed in uh, on some movies, and they've been largely entertaining, but now they're getting to be a little ridiculous, I think. They're maybe taking advantage of an old man, and he just said, yeah, sure, no problem. Just write as many movies as you want. Nine Avengers in a row. It'll definitely sell, and unfortunately it does sell. So that's why we're getting this this overpopulation there. Hey, did you just take us off the Bluetooth? Sorry about that, fellas. Was it Was it that bad? No, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. We just noticed. Mike, you're actually touching on something I did want to bring up about Stanley passing. So, Stanley was was like obviously, and everyone knows this, um, major influence, 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 very influential in the uh, in the Marvel movies and and all the he created most of these characters, right? 
So, and as of late, we always see him in these new movies. Like, he has his little cameos. They're kind of corny. And you see this old corny man. Like, oh, yeah, Stan Lee. He created all these characters. And all of his cameos are kind of corny. But everyone always forgets about when he created these characters, what he actually did. So when he created these X-Men, he was making a point about, like, how it's okay. Like, these these X-Men were ostracized and, and hunted down and... And people, like, in the comics, obviously, they were hated for being different. And he was just showing, like, you can be different. And he's creating these characters. Like, Wolverine is flawed. He's, he's got anger issues. He's, he's like, you know, he may be a superhero, but he's flawed. And he's different. And people hate him because he's different. But that's okay. Like, he was actually breaking a lot of ground creating all these characters. Like, he created Black Panther. Like, he created all these characters with flaws that are relatable and it was it was major to bring these characters into the mainstream for kids especially because they can look up to these guys because they're superheroes but they're superheroes with real life problems and real life flaws so like that in itself stan lee is should be a legend forever and the fact that he lived so long kind of kind of did him a disservice because people forgot about the original message that he was creating and with all these characters that he created, and he became this like joke cameo, he like as an old man. But I, f- I think if you like think about it now that he's gone, like it kind of reflects on the fact that man, he made it to 95, and he's just like he's really influential in uh, most pop culture, like throughout, not just like goofy comic characters. It's just you know, uh, well, yeah. he's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's no, honestly. I mean, it'd be interesting to kind of like look back on like when these characters, a lot of them, were created. Because I feel like, to your point, they kind of transcend like time. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, the the Hulk, you know, made popular by like TV in the '70s, I guess originally, right? But when the comic books were actually written, like who knows? I, I don't anyway. Yeah, secret I, presumably message. before that message about controlling your anger and, and right yeah all it's all like underlying great points of view but like with a cool fun aspect that's and, and i just noticed he was born in uh, 1922 in, in manhattan new york so maybe like it's a concentrated amount of people watching that like created this sort of human being that could understand so many different ways of life and colors and you know, backgrounds and and walks of life and and all that kind of stuff. This is interesting because I I didn't realize he's a he's like a lifelong Manhattan guy. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. He he was creating these characters um, based on you know try to represent the vast majority of of human beings and people and emotions and and flaws. But yeah, uh, sad that he's that he's gone. But you just got to remember. Like what he actually did, not just like his goofy cameos. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, like, all those years of work to just be like the bus driver in one of the Avengers movies. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, that's Stanley. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. Anyway, that that's something that's going on, Josh. Um, they yeah. Made- I mean, you're talking talking about complexity and all that, though, and it feels like I'm starting to see. Again, this is just another casual observation that it seems like we're starting to lose that, like the ability, and Mike, you touched on this earlier, but it's the ability to have like any nuance in a discussion or have any type of complexity to a thing. You know, 
we're just talking about things just like taking these extreme positions without having like a informed or like, or like, oh man, even a complex discussion about a thing. I feel like it's eroding a little bit. Oh yeah, no, you're just screaming your point to the other side without taking the other side's, you know, um, not opinions, but like taking into the factor that there are another human being you're talking to with their own set of things that have happened or their ideas. People are just shouting their ideas at people now and just fighting back and forth on ideas instead of taking the nuances of flawed people or or uh, what, what people have been through and shit like that. Yeah, the, the whole idealism, like, I know what's right age is upon us. I mean, people think they know what's up. And it, it's weird because in your day-to-day life, right, like, there's people you disagree with, but that doesn't necessarily make you right. It, it's It's... Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's hard because like the older I get, the more I'm like, man, maybe I do know this. Maybe I do, but hey, you know, I don't. You, you kind of always have to keep yourself in that humble place of like, I, I mean, I could be wrong. No, I think you hit it, Mike. I, um, it comes down to probably a great Stanley quote <clears throat> where he talks about you know, great power comes great responsibility. Best noted in Spider-Man. You know? Boom. But uh, if you think about it, <laughs> what do you think about that, Josh? But you, th- you know, you think is. about a guy growing up in Manhattan, seeing all walks of life, from the guy who is homeless to the guy who lives in the, you know, the five million dollar penthouse at the top of the building, and then you know, people that have essential power and what they can do with it. And I, I think that guy had it figured out, and that's something that gets overlooked from, you know, I guess the movies foreshadowing what he had originally created in his message. Well, and then he's like, what does he choose to do with it? Is uh, make comic books, right. you know, and, and like became achieved worldwide fame with that and probably would never made a comic book because it would give him fame. Right. Just had some shit to say and express and, and, and wanted to get it out there. So it's an interesting story. It, it kind of, it's funny how it can all relate. Stan Lee just, he, he like brings it all together. Favorite, su- favorite comic book superheroes, starting with Josh, go. Ooh, I probably have to say the Flash. I have, wow. to, I have to go with the Flash. <laughs> That's a good one. That's why he laughed at you when you said it. <laughs> no, and you know now, Josh. I like that answer, but I haven't seen any of the new Flash TV show, obviously. But I did remember that like mid '90s TV show where the Flash was like a middle-aged white dude, and it was a television show. That's the one I remember, and I I loved the shit out of the Flash that that time period. <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? For sure. <laughs> nice right on right on do you watch the new flash tv show I, I haven't caught up on the new one but i jared i do i do remember the uh middle-aged white dude who was the flash yeah i used to know his name the actor that's taking it way back yeah that's taking it back that's taking it back a while i did dig that guy but that's a good answer the flash is cool we, we can get to the bottom of that what do you personally like why do you like the flash the best what about him stands out among all the others I think it's just a cool factor. I think it's just a cool factor. But Mike, this goes. Look, I, I, I keep. I hate doing this, guys. I keep taking it back, but I, I got to take it back because we're having. We're in this discussion now, and Mike, you're asking me about what I think about. And see, this is the same thing, man. Like the whole issue of climate change can't. That it, social media can't be a forum for it because it's a complex issue. So all these people like talk past each other, say the same thing, and you you don't see any change from it. Right. And it, it is kind of crazy, man, because it is what, like, 
was predicted for years and years and years. And maybe maybe it's not all social media to blame. I'm not saying that it is. But I do think that there's an element of that to this that, I don't know, man, makes makes it where makes it more difficult to, to solve, you know, to solve problems or something. I don't know. We just had elections out here in Colorado. Like the, the governor's race was crazy. And, uh, man, it's just people are uh, people are fired up, man, invigorated. People are uh, like getting after it in, in politics. And you just see so much on the on the TV and the imagery. But um, I don't know. I feel like we're losing the ability to have like a complex discussion. And yeah. people, I mean, climate climate change scientists said it would it would become more erratic, you know, that it would become things would become more erratic and you start to see it. And it's just like, I don't know. We're still trying know, to convince guess- people that we landed on the moon, though, Josh. And that's way before social media, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I think all these things sort of come down to this. Like it's it's always been if I say something, I've done enough, you know, people can get it off their conscience by just mentioning it you know and and it's kind of like the it's like when a hurricane hits somewhere and you you donate ten dollars like okay now that's off my conscience yeah well i mean i think wolverine's my favorite because i think it's just way edgier <laughs> than the flash to be honest i think like, i've always liked like he's, Deadpool? he's always dealt with rage issues <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that's really actually my favorite. But Josh, you're right about the social media shit. It's it's a deeper issue. I just feel like we're getting a little too droney about it. We uh It's not it's not no, it's just it's just it's just so spot on, Jerry. That's that's what I'm saying. Like having it in the context of this discussion about Stan Lee just feels like it drives it home. I mean drives drives the point home. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And we only learn things, like, through discovering it ourselves anymore. And that's what we have to do because there's so much social, like, opinion. Like, that's what I was talking about with Stan Lee. I I was like, you know, I was, uh, over the last few years through all these movies, I'm like, oh, my God, it's so hacky that we, like, we see Stan Lee doing these weird, like, bad bit parts in all these movies. And then when he died, I was like, oh, I mean, he's old, whatever. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? We got to think about, he he created these characters and his message was way bigger than, like, this hacky thing that, I, that I've realized. So, like, through thinking about it just for a second, on my own time, I realized we should remember Stan Lee for that. And, like, it's, it's, that could be applied to every issue. Like, every political issue right now where everyone's just droning off these similar, like, social hive mind answers and things without, like, taking a second and thinking about it for yourself, you know? And sometimes, you know... When you're in that position of power, you got to stand up and fight. You got to stand up and fight, man. I don't know if you heard about this, Josh, but the Atlantic City mayor—he's down to fight. Have you heard about this? Oh, that was a, that was that was <laughs> that's radio, baby. That's, that's show. Was that good? Baby. Was that good? That was a little. What do we call him? The segue. Segue. There it is. Nice. <laughs> you give me some ice while you're in there, Smitty. Yeah, Josh. Apparently, can can you scroll down for this rock? I, I, I briefly told Josh about this earlier, but this is what happened. So um, the mayor and an at-large councilman were involved in a fight with several other people outside a casino nightclub. Early Sunday morning, it was actually Haven at the Golden Nugget, if you're familiar with that. Jersey! And if you're ever outside of Haven at 2.22 a.m., there will be a fucking fight. We've had some Haven nights. Yeah. Garen, Without doubt. Guaranteed. I will go, go ahead and guarantee that live on air. Um, what is this dude getting in a fight outside of Haven at so, two o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So, so I'm just gonna, I'm just, 
going to tell you guys this. I'm just going to read it Did off they the say page. And I tell you, there's a video of it, so maybe we can find that. But New Jersey wins. Um, it always wins. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me read this because <laughs> you guys have to hear this guy's actual name. Um, so video footage reviewed by the press of Atlantic City showed Mayor Frank Gilliam Jr. and Councilman Jeffrey Fauntleroy II getting into a fight with at least two unidentified men outside Haven Nightclub at Golden Nugget Atlantic City. So it sounds like these guys were rolling together. Yeah, Gilliam and Fauntleroy. Jeffrey Fauntleroy the second. <laughs> Jeffrey. First of all, Jeffrey spelled J E F F R E E. This sounds like the second to the like title card at a WWE matchup. Gilliam and Fauntleroy. Gilliam Jr. and Fauntleroy the uh, second in a tag team matchup against the Undertaker and 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 Triple H with mankind waiting on the side. <laughs> And then they're, yeah, but their squads can also get tapped in once they show up on set. Mm hmm. Also, just like, does not surprise me at all. If you're not from the great state of New Jersey and you're like, wow, how could the mayor of Atlantic City and a councilman be in a fight outside? (laughs) Oh my God, this picture of Fauntleroy. How could these guys end up in a fight outside a nightclub? Which they're saying Sunday, early Sunday morning. 222, right? AM? 2.22 2.22 a.m. Sunday morning. Well, we know what that is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's people getting live on a Saturday night. That's what after the, the Haven. What in the world is he doing at Haven? <laughs> like, of all the nightclubs that man should be going to, that's not one he should be attending for Why sure. Why not? Of all the nightclubs you should be going to, they're zero when you're the mayor of that city. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless there's some sort of fucking mayoral debate at the nightclub for some reason, you should not be at a nightclub closing it down with your boy Fauntleroy. Oh no! I don't know. I mean, this is the most New Jersey thing I mean, of all time. Maybe we can contact Councilman Fauntleroy the second for for a comment. That would be now. That would be next level fucking radio right there. Excuse me, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, do you want to explain who won the fight? Because uh, it seems like Gilliam Jr. and Fauntleroy too is high billing, but I don't know. I mean, can you throw hands? He looks like a character from a Pixar movie, and I'm trying to pinpoint which one it is. But it may be like that car wash. Car wash. <laughs> That's a car wash. That's that car wash movie Will Smith did. No, nah, he looks like the dog from Toy Story. The Slinky. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy. Get your shit together, man. Fauntleroy. Calvo's favorite. Hey, who's Calvo's favorite superhero? Spider Man, no doubt. I'm going to jump off buildings and sling myself around like that. would be awesome. Okay, so that's like a self fantasy kind of like you've inserted yourself in there. I okay. have been thinking about it. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay. What about you, Mikey? You know, my favorite comic book superhero, I, I hate to sound like... Lame. Really, yeah. This I like, is about to be really lame, at the, isn't it? At the risk of being lame, but like, I don't know, man. I feel like maybe like a Professor X type joint, like that'd be pretty oh. cool. I mean, and I just think like that kind of mental fucking power and like he's still just a chill dude. Right? Like, he, he knows exactly. Like, he's inside your head, right? And he knows that you're not listening to him, but he still just is like, yeah, anyway. So, like, what? I, as I was saying, yeah, you're tuning right. out over there. Like, I think that is deep chill right there, and I'm into that. Have you ever gone as Professor X for Halloween as a child? <laughs> as a child? No. No. You can't cross that line. Why? What What's wrong as with a, that? As a child? Yeah, what? What line are you crossing? You leave that to the kids in the wheelchair. Oh, uh, come I agree with that. On. All day. You oh, come on. Don't, don't, don't take that from them. Oh, come on, come man. On. Bro, 
This is bullshit. Don't you don't take. First of all, he had a motorized joint. So yeah, oof, my parents ain't spending that kind of bucks. <laughs> They're not spending that kind of bucks. So yours isn't movie quality. You got to push your shit around. That's fine. Hey, but- Josh, would you, would you think John would be embarrassed if I told the story of his um, New Mexico Halloweens? What? Oh no, definitely not. It okay. just made no sense. It made no sense, but you can tell it. Uh, so this is true, and John John Green will correct me if I'm wrong. I guarantee you of that. Um, he'll probably never hear the show, uh, so <laughs> I'm in the clear. But That's for Josh, sure. you're here to correct me if if I'm telling this wrong at any point. But um, you know, we we were at out in Boulder, and uh, we met we met John, um, father of Josh, uh, out at Men's Warehouse, and he was picking up his tux. And he got in into the to the car with us, and we were gonna drop him back off at the Airbnb they were staying at. The party van. Yeah, yeah, it was the party van. And my man Lester, shout out to Denver Limo. Your boy. Um, this is so all over the place. I love it. No, no, no. It's just it's really just a story about John Green on Halloween, <laughs> um, which he shared with us because um, it was like right after <laughs> Halloween, and. Uh, John sort of, you know, he's he's a dignified man. Josh, would you say that that's like a, an oh, accurate statement? For sure, for sure. He's he's well spoken. He's he has a very chest voice. Like he's a good old boy. He's uh, well, isn't he from Texas? No, no, he's from New Mexico. He's from like rural New Mexico. Oh, so he's a good old boy. Yeah, he, con- <laughs> he converted to Texas. They're all the same. Mm, he's more of like a like a rancher. He's more like a he- a desert man, like a like a westerner. I would say. Yeah, he, he is. He is for sure. Uh, but he, Texas. He's, <laughs> yeah, so he, he's telling us a story of, um, what, what did he say, Josh? We were so poor <laughs> when when yep. we were kids that all we ever had for costumes were we would cut two holes in our pillowcases for eyes, and every year we would we would go as ghosts. And now Halloween is typically in, in this area of the country when we get our first snow. So we would be out there on Halloween in our white pillowcases and it would snow and we we'd get hit by cars. He <laughs> <laughs> basically represented to us that every Halloween he ended up in a ditch and like his parents had to come find him and his brothers. <laughs> In their pillowcases. <laughs> and then, like, we arrived at his house, and he was like, all right, I'll see y'all later. And we were like, damn, like, that's such a sad story about Halloween, man. Oh, I took, I took another dinger, Mom, Paul. Another dinger on Halloween, Mom, out Paul. Getting wild. Like, why would you keep going out? Why would you keep going yeah. out like a ghost, man? I've been hit by a few cars. I don't feel like that's uncommon. No, not on Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it's No, I mean, that's a, big, that's a big, that's uh, a big hit-by-car that- night. Is. That is exactly, that's exactly, I was there, that's exactly how he told the story, was as if it happened every single Halloween, they were just like laying in the ditch with one, with a tourniquet and like a broken bone, just waiting. Damn, for damn Johnny boy went out early this year, he got hit before the sun went down. Yeah, it was almost like the last brother standing would just like come back to like where the other brothers were like last at and just lay down next to him and wait to be picked up. And, and then he just got off the bus. It's like he dropped the mic. He's like, all right, see y'all later. See you, ha- see you at the wedding. It's like, all right. I loved it. I just love it I mean, because, it, you know, you can definitely tell where you get it from, Josh, where you're, you're, you're in constant thought. And, and I could tell that like 
you know, John was sort of just mulling that over that this this Halloween season. Just <laughs> it was rolling around in the back of his brain for a while, and he was like, you know, I think I'm gonna tell him. I think I'm gonna tell these guys about <laughs> Halloween <laughs> with the greens. Yeah, I do appreciate that, Josh. I feel like you, especially because I, I mean, I know your dad, but I know you way better. But you are kind of that way. You're you're Mister Profound. You you take a moment to think about everything that comes out of your mouth before it comes out of your mouth, and you feel like there's these this weight to these words that you're always you're always taking a second. And I always asked you about that. I said, Josh, why are you being so quiet right now? How you doing that? And you'd always give me the, well, I feel like we're really fucked up right now, and uh, I just feel like everything is so much more profound. And I don't want to say anything stupid or that I regret. And uh, I've always appreciated that about you because I tend to just say whatever comes to my mind. And it's, not, it's okay. That's okay. Yep. Jared's more the quick fart approach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The production value is uncanny. I mean, this podcast has. Everything <laughs> for everyone. Literally, no one could be offended by it. This podcast, this this episode especially, is like one of those trendy new TV shows where you don't know what timeline you're in, and all the timelines are different, and you don't find out the timelines until the end. Because we are just everywhere. It is all over the place. Speaking of which, hot radio segue. <laughs> no, Josh, some idiot hasn't picked up this Mega Millions. It was a one point five billion. It's oh, going. For it's it. going unclaimed, brother. And if I know Josh, Josh is sitting here taking notes, going, "Damn, I have a point to make about the three topics ago that we never let let Josh jump in on." We kind of just yelling at Josh, and he's not answering. No, no, I'm with you guys. We just, uh, I mean, I I appreciate the kind words, Jerry. I um, but yeah, that's what you get. You know, you guys called in for a segment, so I'm always I'm always going to bring it with um. With the profundity. Profundity. Wow. Dude, we need to put that back into your intro music. Profundity? That yep. might we might have to call this episode profundity. Boom. Never hurt a bit. I ain't never heard of that. I never hurt a bit. Yeah, Josh, apparently if this guy doesn't claim the money within the hundred and eighty a lot of days that um the uh the Mega Millions gives you to claim the prize, uh it goes back in the form of whatever money that the states collected from this lottery, the individual states, they get back to do with as the that state lottery pleases. So I have a feeling that he's, I don't know, it varies by state, I think, but I have a feeling he's probably just working with his, uh, working with his team on setting it up so he can, is there a way he can do it anonymously? Cause maybe he's working on that so he can do it anonymously. I don't blame him for wanting to be anonymous. If I want to $1.5 billion, you know, I would want to just keep it, try to keep it as quiet as possible. Not like you can, if you, if you tried, but at least I would try to keep it as quiet as, as I possibly could because people get crazy, man. When it comes to money, people start hearing, you start hearing from cousins that you never knew you had when you have $1.5 billion. The phone does not stop ringing for you. No. So I get it. I get it. That's why we have a silent button. But yeah, anonymity is the way to go. Anonymity is is definitely, and you can in this state, in South Carolina, you can remain remain anonymous. I think if he were to only win, you know, like a hundred million, 
he would be way more anonymous than if he won the 1.5 billion because then you got to right. be worrying about the people at the fucking lottery thing like diming you out and being like oh i was just taking a picture of my friend and he happened to be in the back of it and i happened to mention that that was him no you know what lottery buildings <laughs> like the big winning buildings like i've been into the new jersey the new jersey lottery building yeah it's right in Trent. right on the circle right it's over right there right here in lawrence township basically which if you win over a certain amount you have to go there to claim but yeah that shit is super secure and they're dead serious about uh, privacy and security in that building, which is good. Which is hilarious because you can't remain anonymous <laughs> in this state if you win the lottery. Is that true? That's Didn't true. we talk about that, but we couldn't figure out if we were or not? Uh, yeah, well, but everyone who's ever won any big prize in New Jersey is on a big-ass list. Yeah, well, that's because everyone in New Jersey is like, God damn right, I won that motherfucking <laughs> shit. Hell yeah, like, fuck this armpit state, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> I mean... I would remain anonymous. <laughs> God damn. Uh, God damn. Yeah, yeah no, but there's a lot going on, Josh. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. I feel know? like this isn't about him being with his lawyers. I, I would like to think that's smart, but I don't think that's what's happening here. I, I truly believe that this person just kind of, like, didn't even realize and, and is still kind of waiting. But they have 180 days to claim. Yeah, and see, that's what's that's what's scary. Like, what have he done? What are you fucking flooring the engine? Josh, you raising for pinks out there? <laughs> Sorry about that, fellas. Damn. Tokyo Drift. Yo, so, okay, so the, here we go. Some states have a law explicitly requiring that lottery winners be publicly identified. Delaware, Kansas, Maryland, North Dakota, Ohio, and South Carolina all allow lottery winners to remain anonymous if that's what the winners prefer. So... There's not that many states that allow you to remain anonymous. Hmm. Most states have laws requiring that you're publicly identified, which is fucked up. Yeah, that is kind of fucked yeah, up. Like I, fucking, you need witness protection for 1.5 billion, bro. I guess that's kind of like combating the uh, the um, the corruption in it. I guess if they're like, you know, if they everyone's just anonymous winners, then you know people can ask a lot more questions. But with having to reveal. The winners, then it's kind of like showing the public, like, this is real. Just ask this fool. This person actually won. <laughs> Talk to this guy. I don't know. But yeah, I think this guy's just a dummy. Yeah, I mean, this isn't one of those things. I, I mean, you you just hope he has a ticket somewhere. Well, yeah. What happens if you throw out the ticket by accident? Ooh. Yeah, there's like <laughs> there's a process for it. There really is a process for it. But I mean, it's fucked up. Like you gotta prove. That it was sold to you, and I mean, well, they it, know the store, right? The store owner knows. Yeah, they the know store. The, they know the store. They can check cameras and shit, right? Right, but I mean, like, imagine, like, some of these lottery lines are like out the door, That's so true. lining it up, like, bro, if I was in that picture, you best believe I'd have my team of Josh Green Esquire on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but I feel like the machines taking the numbers out know exactly when that number was printed. Like, they should be able to find the person if the person lost the ticket, right? Like, that has to be possible. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. But will they? I mean, just All fucking right, show up with the ticket. Well, yeah, that's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Josh, you out of here? A little bit. Yeah, I'm going to research the topic a little bit more, but uh, it's been a good one, you guys. <sighs> hey, brother, thanks for being on. And, uh, you know, you're always welcome on the show. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep you posted on when we're broadcasting. I got I to... Gotta, broadcast these calendar events to you but but you've got an android sorry to put your business out in the streets like that but so it's not as easy for me as you know some other people but 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, Paul. no, Josh, that was that was good pre-questions. All right, we're going to go live in five minutes. We're going to go on the air. So <laughs> now that you're all caught up, are you ready? I'm always ready to rock and roll. You know, it. it's just, <laughs> hey, it's only it's only the realist, you know? I, I like that. I like to keep it, uh, you know, I like talking about this stuff with you guys. You always have some insightful points on some topics. So it's always a pleasure catching up with you guys. Damn, that's cute. Hit him with the sexy sax, man. Damn, Josh, we love having you on, brother. All right, solid. <laughs> mm, that's funky, Josh. Enjoy your dinner, baby. I be easy, fellas. Go abs. Go abs. <laughs> uh, Josh fun. Green, live from Cool Ram. Going green. Love that profound motherfucker. Truth. Anyway. Yeah, man, we are fucking hop, skipping, and jumping all over tonight, but I like it. It's a wild one. I like it. It's whatever. a wild one. Whatever. Fuck it. We can do whatever we want, right? Yep. Cool. More social media. <laughs> Just then. <laughs> Jade, no, Jaden Smith. Will Smith's fucking... Daughter. Cra- I feel like he concentrated all of his crazy and gave it to Jaden Smith. His whatever Jaden Smith wants to be identified as. And... um, Can we listen to this? Uh, we can go for it. It's probably going to be terrible audio, but I'm about it. I feel like I just want to say Tyler, the creator, is the best friend in the world, and I love him so fucking much. And I want to tell you guys something. I want to tell you, Tyler doesn't want to say, but Tyler's my motherfucking boyfriend, and he's been my motherfucking boyfriend my whole fucking life. Tyler, the creator, is my fucking boyfriend. It's true. Um, also, the fire marshal said they're going to shut us down. <laughs> so if you could just step back a little bit. Just a little bit. Just so they don't shut us down or whatever. I don't know what that means. There's a lot of you. Hmm. Huh. Lot, that, to, lot to break down here. Yeah, a lot to take in. Watch the video if you can because... Um, Tyler, the creator, pretty much immediately shoots that one down with, like, a laugh, like, yeah, okay, like, no, 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 crazy no. alert, <laughs> who gave no, him a no, microphone, no, no, no. oops, that was me, um, and Tyler, the creator, uh, very ambiguous with his sexuality, so, yeah, he's you made know, statements, he's made statements in the past that, uh, lead people to believe one way or the other, uh, I think he he like last year came out and straight up said he was bisexual. But like this this is the thing with these these kids, you don't know when they're being serious or when they're being shocking or when they're just saying shit to say shit. But I feel like there was a little bit of sincerity in Jaden's voice when he was announcing that. Yeah, but you can't fucking trust crazy man. No, I don't, and I think Jaden Smith is absolutely out of his fucking mind. He's absolutely. Yeah, you want to talk about somebody who like. I would understand if they were completely out of touch with reality. Yeah. You're Will Smith's son. Yeah. You can't possibly live up to, like, the, like, the cool, the masculinity, like, all that kind of shit. And, but, yeah, you get everything you ever wanted in your whole life because you're rich as fuck. Oh, yeah. And he's been, wasn't he the little kid in Pursuit of Happiness? He's been acting since he was a baby. Which doesn't ever do really great things for people's mental state. And if you're in the limelight like that and you're Will Smith's son and you're trying to make a name for yourself, I feel like you have to be just like outrageous in everything you say and do, which is kind of what he's been doing. So, like, this screams publicity stunt slash like 
I'm just kidding, slash, like, I thought it'd be funny. But also, just, like, I don't know, this sounds really weird to say, but, like, the way he says it, like, the sincerity in his voice. I mean, he is an actor. He's probably just acting really well. He's doing a super acting job. Yeah. No, I mean, the truth is, like, he could be serious. I mean, and, and like, that's a really funny part about all this is that it's, like, really, I, I could care fucking less if they yeah. are dating. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's just funny because, like, this kid is, I think, I don't know, if you followed the, the saga of Jaden Smith, like, he's just been fucking outspoken and wild and off the, like off the beaten path, to say the least, for a long time now. And now he's like, he's calling out this dude, right? Is he is he just trying to make a name for himself? Or is he being like, that's my, like, is he just proclaiming <laughs> his love? And Tyler is there. So, right. that, I mean, there's that. Tyler, the creator, is there that night. But he may be the only reason anyone else is there. Like, did someone show up to see Jaden Smith for real? I don't know. Is Jaden Smith rapping now also? like, No, why is well, he yeah. on stage? And why is Tyler, the creator, in the crowd? Is this Planet Hollywood? Are people eating dinner? Is he just talking on a microphone? I don't know. No, nah, Jaden's been, like, touring and rapping for a little while now. Like, he's About been... About what? I, I don't know. But he has a song with his pops, Iconic. Good song. I like it. Wait, play it. Wait, yeah, let's hear it. All right, I'll Shit. find it in a second. His Twitter used to be off the hook. He was just like the, write the highest shit, like you know, like those high ideas you have. Mm-hmm. He would just tweet those, and I mean that's funny, that's relatable. But he is, ooh, Jaden Sith. That's a new Dude. Star Wars icon. Wow, that's the new. That's that gay porn. What's up, y'all? I'm Jaden Sith. No, okay, Sith. this is uh, Jaden Smith. Song's called Icon Remix. And it'll play right after this ad. Featuring Nicky Jam. I didn't know Jaden Smith was musical. Just been torn a lot recently, but I don't know. That's actually a good song. You're going to go have to hit and talk into that I mean, microphone. Yeah, just so the world's greatest producers are at your fingertip because you're Will Smith's son. Well, yeah. Nicky Jam. Spanish Remix. Yeah. Yo, Saga. Yo, Jaden. Uh. Have you guys not heard this at all? No. <laughs> I got Big Willie style yeah. on CD though. Hit it. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. I like Nicky Jam though, he's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nicky con el flow terrible. Nadie a mí me para y yo soy el imposible. Hago que tal viento rime. No pueden conmigo, que muy cool en el business. Y yo sé que muchos no le entienden. Porque Nicky tiene lo que tiene. ¿Cuáles son los duros? Dime quiénes. Tú te haces loco, te conviene. Y los envidiosos no me quieren. Oh, so he doesn't actually rap. I am not a Mayan, I'm a menace. No. It's wild, you can lie like a professor. I don't got the time to put you on a stretcher. Stretcher. I am here in a silk flesh. I am just an icon living. Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Whoa, I'm high star, cover five minutes. Whoa, we are so hot in the business. No le tengo miedo a ningún venenoso. Bendecido con el todo poderoso. It's catchy, right? It's catchy, but it's, it's supposed to be catchy. Well, you get Will Smith, Nicky Jam in there. <laughs> yeah, but Jaden Smith in the mix. He's not doing anything. We don't know no one like you. Huh? Go grills and you dance At like Michael. Rapping, huh? No eyes, miss, miss, no typos. Like, Look, kind of flow a little bit. Wait, 
Is he rapping? We just wanna make you go psycho. Put a hundred thousand dollars in the Bible. Ooh. I took the game with my eyes closed. Last verse was before the award show. What? Icons had it on my torso. Huh? Me and Moy dipping in the porso. What? I ain't even taking on torso. What? Your shit is fire. I'm more so. What? Young Jaden dying on the floor. So what? She broke my heart to the core. So what? I guess we all gotta grow up. I'm just an icon living. Start a record label. Miss Fish just did it. Ooh. Interview cover five minutes. Ooh. We are too hot in the right, business. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a catchy song. I'll give it to him. His rap's not all that bad. Um, it's catchy, but I feel like like anything with just like a... Like, that's ooh. how music is now. Like, it sounded like Black Rob, like, whoa, remix. There was nothing like... <laughs> there was nothing um, influential about Featuring that. Moppy. There's nothing where I'm like, oh, man, he's got talent. It's like, oh, yeah, it's catchy. Like, that's what it's become these days. It's like you you take a good beat and you say like some certain words and like you produce yeah. shit like it, it goes it goes back to like I mean a lot of this I mean you guys president company will probably disagree with me here but like Lil Wayne rapping about being a fucking gangbanger it's not true anymore it's just not true and it probably really wasn't all that true ever in his career uh, or in his life but it was what was popular to rap about and like he's a good rapper like. In this case, like Jaden Smith rapping about being an icon, it's not completely untrue. So I can kind of like be like, yeah, I mean, you are like yeah, Will Smith's son. You're but- talking about context. I'm talking about talent. Like, there's, there's, there's. I mean, the the flow's not really all that bad. I mean, I don't. Somebody else could have written it for him. Like, really, I I don't know. But uh, as far as rap goes, like. I don't know. Some of his rhymes connected for me. They were they were they were pretty good. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's caught up in the catchiness thing, though. It's not like wow, he's unbelievable. It's like I, I, right. I can nod my yeah, head to this. I mean, he's not inc- he's not an incredible. I can rapper. nod my head to this. But that, it's that's not a, like that's a strong beat. Yeah, but what oh, is yeah. he really saying? Like, what? well, that's not what it's about anymore, right? It's about yeah. What you're talking about? The that's catchiness. what I'm saying. So like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not about talent anymore. Like anyone can, you What's literally. What's that Jacquees song with the drip? Yeah. The drip in it? You give me a bunch of production and a bunch of backing and a little bit of like fame and hype, I could do the exact same thing, guaranteed. Easy. Okay. It's Let's not go, like a. It's give not him like a beat. A, it's not like a talent. <laughs> Throw it's a beat not, on. I'm saying it's not a talent thing. It's a context thing. You, you're like with the Little Wayne. Like when you hear Little Wayne go, you hear talent. And you may not necessarily agree with the context or, or what he's putting out, but you hear talent with what he's putting out. And then with this, it's cool. You're like, oh, yeah, I can get behind that. It's not talent, though. It's like that catchiness. I he also looks like the robot in iRobot that I think his dad did. Your own point is contradictory to, to like the truth of it, which is that like not everyone's going to hear talent when they hear Lil Wayne. Like they will either connect with it or they won't. And, and largely it's been exploited lately by like cool beats where yeah. it's like, oh, that beats cool. Like, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, some of the Migo shit. Like, I have no idea what the words are, but that shit's catchy. You will catch me rocking it here and there. That like, is, that is my point. That's like, it's, it's become what's catchy now. Yeah, I mean, it always was in a, in a, in a way. Like, the Black Rob song that I'm talking about. Like, it's not about anything really. It's about being. It, it's about like whoa. Like, that's the whole point is getting back to like whoa, which it's the original like sausage. <laughs> it really is because all you have to do is somehow make it get back around to like whoa within like four bars and you did your job. That's the whole Sausage. song. Sausage. <laughs> I was in love with that for a little while. But if you look at uh, like what Lil Wayne does, that's different, right? 
so you talk about talent and catchiness. What he does is so creative, like the way he talks and like raps. Like he's not. If you like break down everything he's saying, you're like, geez, like yeah, lyrically, salt through. Like he, that guy is thinking through say, it. Yeah. But he also has mastered that catchiness at the exact same time. I think that's why he's been able to stay relevant. Because it doesn't matter what he says. He can talk about, like, chocolate bars and brick buildings and, like, make no fucking sense. But he can make it creative and then throw a sick beat to it because he can throw $100 million at a new album. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It makes sense, yeah. And I I get it. I'm just saying, like, also, when I listen to this Jaden Smith shit, I don't necessarily not hear talent. Because he is, like, in in a way, it's like, you know what? I mean, he didn't say anything in there that I, that like didn't make sense for me. And then he also didn't say anything that didn't like connect. Like it was just like this random like thought out here in left field. And I think that's what rapping is. Like it's kind of just conveying a point, right? Uh, to to the beat and and doing it in a way that's um not like I don't know. There's a little bit at least a little bit of an undertone there where it's not it's just classically obvious right right you got to hear wayne's raps a couple of times and i'm not saying jaden smith is as talented as lil wayne i'm not yeah. if, if it's coming across that way that's not what i'm trying to say i don't actually have much respect for jaden smith's rap game this is one song um you know lil wayne like i listen to his albums cover to cover when they come out yeah you know and i'm not picking on jaden here I, I think it's just like in general the way things have been going like i like what's, this- what's up bro what's wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've been searching for meaning in um looking the wrong places, pal. XX, Smith. XXX Tentantacion. <laughs> Dude, I don't I've never like people like him immensely. Like I don't see any talent in that guy. And I hope his career grows well, but he's dead. He's no, dead. He's I, dead. I know, guys. I'm just kidding. Okay. He was a piece of shit, so I'm not worried about that. He did beat his girlfriend. But yeah, I'm dude, he he did a lot more than that, but I don't like. That's what I'm talking about. Like little, what was the little? Not little Zan. Little Peep. Little Peep died. Little Peep or died. Takeshi sixty nine. I can't stand. Takeshi ninety seven. Whatever it is, like that style now, I think it's just lumped into this one thing where I just I'm not. I don't understand it, and I'm not being old about it. I'm just like, yeah. It's like I had this bad bitch uptown. She was whoa. Where's this musical, where's the value in this shit? Like, Tentacion, whatever. Like, is there one good song he ever put out? But, like, people love him. Right. He had me fucked up in the head. I mean, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) And he just, (laughs) didn't he just put out, like, post-death, he put out a new album with... He's going to put out two more. What is it? What is it? Ten, what is it? 17 minutes long? Yeah. It's like a, um... That says it all, doesn't it? It's 17 minutes long. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. like a ringtone. He's putting out ringtones, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sad. I am so sad. Wow. I am so sad. I don't know. I've never heard any of his songs, but it sounds yeah. like that, right? It's like what you can get away with rap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, too, I mean, it's really. I am so different. I am so different. It's, it's more accessible to everyone now than it has ever been, but you got to have this weird fucking platform. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's more about the, like, outspoken nature as a human being than it is about actual talent. Then and, and I I guess that speaks to your point. Like and then that's the thing about Jaden Smith. Like of course it's gonna like people are gonna have a bigger reaction to it. We could make that same track in this loft and nobody would fucking listen to it. That's because none of yeah. us are Jaden Smith. Exactly. And that's the difference. Like that much rapping talent isn't necessarily all that hard to come by. I agree with you there. Thank like, you. That's all I was saying. Right. I wasn't making a big point. I'm just that was basically Yeah. It. I mean that was that was like a teens 
I would say I would give it like that was like a three out of ten wrapping, and like next would be like a four point five out of ten, which would be like a Sheb freestyle in yeah. the loft. <laughs> did he freestyle up here? Yep. Yeah, fantastic. he did. Oh my god, was, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would also say would we listen to about a minute of that, and and Jaden was on about fifteen percent of that minute. Yeah, I'd give him a little more than that, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Not a lot of not a lot of content. Yeah. Will Smith kills that verse, though. Mm. Will Smith? But he is, like, actually an icon, so it kind of makes sense when he raps. Well, yeah, I mean, Will Smith is awesome. Wait, wait Will, he Will Smith is on that song? Yeah, he raps on it. Ah. So. Welcome to <laughs> Miami. Son, talking Making about son piggybacking. Again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, Wes. I mean, you got you to gotta hand it to um, Will Smith, though. Like, he had a way of just kind of, like, just telling you he was rapping, even though he wasn't really rapping. Oh, yeah, that shit was hot, dude. I had Big Willie style. Right. The Willennium. Come on, bro. <laughs> Willennium. And, yeah. and, I mean, Will Smith is a proven uh, superstar. Like, yeah. I, I will never take anything away from him through his acting, through his his, his TV, his his albums. I won't right. say rapping, but, I mean, his albums were fire yeah. at the time. He actually, you know. His shit's still fire. Some still of that fire. stuff is still fire, Timeless. bro. I, I hate to say it, but I really do. I mean, maybe not Big Willie style, but like. Dude, I loved Big Willie style. I mean, it's a great track, but that one I felt was really like a an era. Like, that was like a time. And like, now, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily drop that track. But getting jiggy with it? Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that will bring back some memories. Right? <laughs> yeah. All day. Take you right back. <laughs> God, I love that shit. I used to, oh, no, 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 don't say that. Don't, don't. <laughs> um, I was right. jerking off a lot in those days. Spe- speaking of black actors, man. <laughs> I was can't getting. Look at this. I can't. Getting jiggy with it. Speaking of black actors, our boy Big Dick Idris Elba. Mm. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> there's a doll that just dropped. <laughs> It is the worst. It's worse than the Cristiano Ronaldo. It is. I was it's just gonna say. I was so just bad. gonna compare it to that. Is it life size though? Somebody, no, it's not life size. Uh, Come on, it's a doll. Somebody made an Idris Elba doll. What is this doll for? That's what I want. It's I, a little penny. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Can we like talk about? Go to all instead of just images and try and for why did someone make? This yeah. What doll? is this doll for? That that's because the doll is bald and Idris Elba is not bald. No. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, a British doll manufacturer thought they would capitalize on the crowning of Idris Elba as being um, the sexiest man alive uh, on People magazine. Um, which, go Idris. You know, you deserve it, man. Working hard. Um, keeping it tight. Uh, the salt and pepper beard thing. I'm looking forward to that one day. Oh, he's a badass, dude. Oh, I yeah. love the Idris salt Elba. and pepper beard days. Are you guys graying yet? Um, no. Yeah, yeah. My wife will point out all of them to you if you want. Yeah, if you want to call her right now, she'll be like, "Oh, you, no, you're not seeing the second one. It's just right behind that one, just a little further up." Very good at that. Very nice. good. She likes those right when I wake up. Perfect. That's about the perfect time to point them out, right? Ooh, there's some more in your beard now. Mm. Oh yeah, bro. No, you want to talk about feeling old? I'm far from graying for sure. Yeah. You got One that day. good hair. I think it's meant like a mental, like when you're mentally 18 still, like your hairs are just like, we fucking, we fucking. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not graying, but I got a, I got a few. I feel um, like those are just oddities, though. That's not like actual graying yet. No, I used to think that, but then now there's like 
six, seven of them on one side, and I'm like, oh. Well, once that <laughs> follicle goes gray, that's always going to come back in gray. Right. That's just the way it is. Even if you pluck it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, white tea is a baby tea leaf. Yeah. What, are you going gray, John? Yeah. Really? <laughs> My beard is all kinds of white. Well, I'm not seeing it. No, I'll take a look downstairs. I'll show you in the light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm cool, I'm married, man. I get Let it. Let me see them pubes, boy. <laughs> Talking about my facial hair, dog. He <laughs> said, "Go down." Go well, downstairs. Not up here. There's no light up here. Dog. Downstairs. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean like not, physically? Not catching your own downstairs reference. Oh, oh no. Physically, <laughs> no, physically, go downstairs into the light. Yeah. Really? So okay. So so really, this this doll, you, we can kind of breeze past this, but you, you can move on, people. Be but yeah, look it up. Look up the Idris Elba doll. If you know who he is and how handsome that fucking guy is, <laughs> you see this doll. It looks like a a mix between Martin Lawrence and Penny Hardaway. It little looks Penny. like Little in a Penny piece suit from the commercials. It does look like Little Penny, but it also looks like Montel Jordan. It, no, Montel Williams. It does look like Montel Williams. Yeah, it does look a lot like Montel Williams. And I feel like what was the claymation show back in the day? Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Who so, uh, somebody celebrity deathmatch character looked exactly like that, and I can't pinpoint like who it was. Oh, it does look like Little Penny. But Little Penny <laughs> has more hair than the Idris Elba doll. That's what I don't get. Like, why did they choose to make him bald on the doll when Idris is always rocking hair? I can't remember. I mean, he's got good hair too. He got yeah. the waves working. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember a a character he's ever played that was bald. No. Yeah, I mean that doll does not fuck. No. It's weird. Idris Elba, he fucks. It's just a weird kerfuffle. Oh, it sure is. And what a kerfuffle it is. Um, can we get a sad trombone, Rock? Can we get a sad trombone before the next story that we wanted to get into? Uh-oh. Welcome to the old-timey radio show. <laughs> no. This could be the end of Paps Blue Ribbon. Oh. A salty, disgusting beer that Jared loves to drink out of cans. It is my favorite beer. Um is it? It sure is my favorite beer. And you know what? Oh, not wow, bad. Very apropos. Not bad. Sorry, but we um, use that one. <laughs> so, so yeah, this this could be uh, this could be game over for for Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, it's unfortunate because it's one of those it's one of those stories you hate to hear, where a giant conglomerate corporation like bought this brand because it was selling, and um, now they're in a legal battle. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know exactly like what's going on here, but it would be a real fucking shame if Pabst Blue Ribbon was no longer brewed just because like of a of a legal battle for something I, that I assume. Yeah. So Miller Coors isn't gonna isn't gonna renew their deal with Pabst, um, because of the declining brand volume. I mean, how? F- I mean, come on. Like Pabst, nobody bought it. Forever, yeah, and then it came back. It was like the number one beer in the seventies, and then it came back as a novelty. And I feel like it's probably still doing pretty well. I mean, I've been drinking. I it. mean, compared to like the, those twenty years where they're brewing it and nobody gave a shit. Yeah, and then hipsters kind of brought it back. Yeah, and Jared. I, no, I want to feel like I want to say like first child of no, no, no. We because we were because we were in, in college. We were like Keystone. We were Natty Lights. We were natty ices in high school. Well, we, yeah, that and that's it. when Pabst wasn't really back yet. Right. It hadn't hit the scene again but yet. But we discovered Pabst for ourselves as a cheap beer. Mm-hmm. 
And it was like, oh, you know what? This is better than those, and it's not, like, it's better than Budweiser. For sure. And it's not, like, as heavy as, like, a, you know, a Natty Ice. And Ugh. and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that shit's just gross. Yeah. Paps is one of those drinkable, like, you know, it, it has the right amount of alcohol. Like, I don't think it tastes good. I really don't, but I understand it. Yeah. From those days of like beer Olympics it's or just cheap, playing beer pong. And it tastes or, better than the other cheap beers that we used to right. kill ourselves on. And that was the resurgence of Paps is that it never changed. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I mean, I'll be here when y'all remember that I'm cheap and drinkable. And that's the thing. I I will buy Paps. And like, this is me, but I'll just speak for me right now because I mean, that's, that's my you, platform. Boo-boo. But Paps has always tasted better to me. Over Coors Light, Ugh. Miller Light, Bud Light. Right. Like, I will get a Paps any goddamn day. Well, yeah, but, I mean, we're talking major calorie difference there. Major. Yeah, yeah, but, it's major. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Like, I can't even drink Coors Light. I can't. Can't do it. That's true. You were, pretty, like, pretty strong about bringing 12 home when I would get a 30 rack. From yeah, I'll get some Paps day. Pounders, yeah. and, the pounders enjoy right. my, and enjoy my beer. <laughs> Instead of drinking Coors Light, is like fucking someone left ice cubes in a can and they melted, and now you're drinking it. And I feel mm. you, but Paps isn't enough of an upgrade for me. No, yeah, well, I, we're like, still talking. Me. We're still talking on like a cheap beer level. Like right. if you're gonna get a light beer that's cheap, it's the king of kings. I disagree. That's what I'm trying to say. I guess. As like, I know. I, yeah. Well, you, well, you're. I don't want to put in like good tasting beers and craft beers in, in this category. At this no, time. I know, but I mean, like, I okay. So if I was Top just five. gonna get a rack, if I was just gonna like a thirty rack of cheap beers, Miller Lite, number one every yeah. time. Well, you're biased. Your wife is like a uh, diehard. Oh, that would o- help. That would only, help me out. Yeah. Only drinks yeah, Miller Lite. It, uh, and I hope this isn't too much to say, but I might, uh, I might have a chance later that evening if I bring home some Miller Lights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guys? You Maybe. know what I'm saying? To do the sex. Well, you did put a ring on it, so. So we're allowed to do it. She's now? contractually obligated. So. <laughs> hey, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <She's> <laughs> I'm not a marriage expert or anything, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's contractually obligated now to uh, so I just goose in the bush. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I could be a Gary. Uh, <laughs> goose in the bush. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. So sorry about that. Another, uh, another tonight. What do we want to call this? A profundity episode? What was the word? When you say boosh profundity. Profundity. Yeah. Huh? No. Um, boosh in the goosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, goosh in the boosh. Top three cheap beers. Honestly, for me, it's Miller Lite. You know that it was always Miller Lite for me. I would I always get racks of Miller Lite because it's low cal, low carb, as far as beer goes, and it and it's drinkable enough for me. I don't mind a Pilsner. I'm an ale guy. You know me. If I was like fuck it, I wasn't going to Paps. I was going way past that. I was getting yeah, porters yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I got a rack of fucking like accumulation. Also, Belgium it's the only thing your wife will drink, so like that fits into that. I know, but don't you, don't you don't got to pigeonhole me to that. I'm not pigeonholing you, but I'm 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 just saying that that's a factor. It's my number one cheap drinkable light beer. It really is. For you for, personally, for whatever, for whatever, you personally all aside? Yeah. All right. For and for whatever reasons that may factor into that, it still is is. No, and I appreciate that. I'm just Do you have I'm a just two, working three? it out in my head. My number two. My number two cheap drinkable like all day light beer. Amstel light. Wow. Oof. Yeah. See? I can have a hundred of those. It would never it would never be like, oh shit. 
I don't really like Ansel's that much either. Yeah, Paps is my number one for sure. Right. It's just, it's just like, it's my go-to. It's like, I'm trying to compare it to like something else other than beer, but I, I can't really pinpoint the right analogy. Cube mangoes. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait. I, so, I heard they're freezing them now. So yeah, don't Paps, Paps, uh, Paps technically like not really a light beer, but. Fair enough that you would. You, I think you, when I say light, I mean not craft, not like a special, like a amber, not like a uh, an ale. You're talking about like a reg, reggie, like a like a regular a beer beer, like an American beer that's cheap. That's my number one. So Budweisers would fall into this category. Budweisers, Millers, Coors, like you're sti- you're typical. Yeah. You're typical. I think. I think honestly, I mean, if I had to, a number three. No, because Heineken's not really that cheap, right? Like, we're not no, falling into not. cheap. No, no, okay. No, no. And then it might be Coors Original. Coors Original? See, I like that better than Coors Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For me, For I, sure. I do. I definitely do. I like and a nice full body I feel Coors. like Miller, Miller Light and Bud Light are both just so, like, big money, like, mainstream, main farm. Main farm? Yeah, main yeah, farm. Main farm. Boom. You know, like that puts a sour taste in my mouth. They're not good enough to be like, we dominate the fucking American beer market. And they do, and I'll give them that. They do. But taste-wise, I mean... Well, they're competing on price. I mean, I think we all know that, right? There should be more variety. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not like Amazon cables that they, they sell as Amazon Basics are the best cables ever made. They're the cheapest cables ever made, so... They're going to obviously dominate if, if you look at the market as sales. But, I mean, I think we know which, what's like, – let's see if we can guess Calvo's top five. Coors Light, number one. Coors Light, number one, Avi. We we knew that. Yeah. And then I think – I feel like it's got to go BL Smooth after that. It's got to go Bud Lights for you. Two for two. And then okay. he hates Miller. I don't like Miller. Yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> like, he doesn't see, like Miller it makes no fucking sense, man. It makes no goddamn sense. Well, why would you think I don't Bud like Bud Light and Miller are the same fucking thing? They're the same fucking no thing. I don't care what you say. Bud Light and Miller Light are as similar as, as it gets for it's me. It's like same goddamn Technically, thing. Technically, Bud Light is a lager, and and Miller Light is a pilsner. Technically, but they are like the exact same amount of so alcohol infused Lacroix. It's it really is like so interchangeable. It's, it's beer flavored carbonated water is what Miller Lite and Bud Light are. It's literally like if beers were a USB plug, you could plug Miller Lite and Bud Light into the same fucking plug because they're both USBs. You know what I'm saying? They're very, very, very similar. That's what I'm saying. It's just like it gets pounded into your head to drink Bud and Miller so much. It's like a, a confounding factor. Right. And that's the thing. I. I I mean, I, I don't even drink. I like really now. I'd rather, I'd much rather have a Tito's soda over pretty much everything, though. I mean, that is not true. <laughs> I, I like, I wish that a Tito's and soda was the same amount of calories and carbs as like a nice fucking beer. Like, I love a craft brewed beer. I really do. I've mm-hmm. always loved like somebody really getting passionate about like the ingredients that went into the beer and brewing it in like a small batch and then being like, in a glass bottle, just fucking ice mm-hmm. cold. Like, 
well, that's the a... top, and that that's like that's nice, you know. It Some is. people will pour it into a glass. I don't need all that. I like it, like it right out of the bottle. Frosted glass. Yeah, it's too much. I'm with you on that. I I fucking love. I mean, as much as I say, Paps is my number one. That's based on like a, a strictly consumerism price point slash taste per price point slash what I want for cheap beer. Yeah, I love a great beer. I, I, if you listen to the show as much as you do, you'll realize that I, one of my favorite things is going out and picking random beers I've never had and trying new beers that I've never had because I, I it's interesting to me to like the different notes mm. on beers is mm. one of my favorite things but I mean when we're talking you just got my Idris Elba going <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah penny. we're talking about American cheap beers <laughs> I'm going paps yeah and 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 um I feel like uh that's fair. And everyone has their own go-to, you know, I, I hope nobody drinks Keystone Light anymore. But for a while, like, it was so cheap that you couldn't convince me to drink something else oh, if yeah. I was getting a 30 rack. Because it was like, no, it's fucking $12, $12 for a 30. For a 30. Yeah. yeah. I'm drinking it. Did you guys ever drink Lion's Head? Suck my motherfucking dick. Yeah, yeah. I love Lion's Head. You can get the 24 bottles for nine ninety nine. That's yeah, not bad. They're still cheap. The oh, loose, like the loose bottles, bro. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a good one. That's a nice PA uh for sure. Eastern PA thing. Yeah. I used to catch hell from my roommates because they came out of the <laughs> lion's head light. I pick that up all the time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Did you, you ever stri- still good strike out on beers a lot? <laughs> yeah, and you got to sell good the, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Coronitas. It's oh. Coronitas and the Bud Selects. I was so sad about that situation. <laughs> you know, I could not believe. I mean, it, it, <laughs> that went down. That it's way. all good. Everyone likes to drink with. Everyone's got their own brand. Everyone's got their points. But I mean, the main takeaway from this is if. If you think that Coors Light is the best beer out there, you can literally go fuck yourself. Well, that gate, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my jam. It's the Gatorade of beers, boy. <laughs> ah, uh, that's not bad. Ah, that's not a bad analogy, right? That's John, I love you to death, but I, I think your biggest flaw in life is that you think Coors Light is the best beer in the world. It is my hands down favorite, and that's not wait, a bad wait, wait, flaw. But that's like beer, like. Any beer. Yeah. Period. Oof. Period. Oof. Yeah. That's... It's not a bad flaw to be your worst flaw, but I mean, it's... I'm more of a liquor guy, though, for real. Like, yeah. A, a good old-fashioned is literally my favorite drink. I would rather go to that all day. Mm. Yeah. A, a spirit-forward cocktail. Mm. Yeah. Nonetheless. Now we're talking... Well, that's a different playing field. <laughs> I was telling Rev Kev at the wedding. That's a shout-out, Rev Kev. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the Greens, I have a family friend who got ordained and, and married Josh and Allie uh, mm. a couple weeks ago. Um, but it was cool because he, like, partied with us after, he, you know, so it wasn't like a typical, like, ooh, the, the pastor showed up and everyone was on their best behavior. And then when he left, we hit the dance floor. Uh, but Rev Kev was, uh, was like, hey, man, what are you drinking tonight? Like, I've been holding it cool all day. I'm like, yeah, I haven't had much all day. My, my speech, obviously, to, to give. And then. Um, that wasn't the advice I gave you. And I said, so I said, uh, <laughs> I said, um, yeah, I think I might order a Sazerac just to keep them on their toes. And he goes, ooh, a spirit forward cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and it, guy's it's, the man. it's not the first time I've heard it, but it, it stuck with me. It resonated when, when, when he said it. Sazzy. Woo. <laughs> He's like, ooh, a, ooh, a Sazerac. <laughs> nice spirit forward cocktail. Yeah. Well, yeah. I said, yes, yeah. it is, sir. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Um, but yeah, what's your favorite beer all time, Smitty? All time, all time, bro. 
See, that's tough. I like a lot of I like a lot of beers. And pinpointing my most drank, my most drank, most purchased uh, number one go to beer would be Pabst. Right. But all time favorite. That's tough. That's tough. There's a lot of favorites in there. But if I had, if it's gun to my head, so okay, so all right, let's do this a little differently. Yeah, it's that's a that's a wide open. Um, and I was gonna maybe potentially use this as a rant today, but I don't think it's enough of a, of a rant. I feel like t- we got really got fucked on autumn this year. We got fucked on fall, mm-hmm. and it's already winter now in the great state of New Jersey. It's gonna fucking snow tomorrow. The trees have fucking nutted their leaves. Uh, I mean, it's over. Um. You know, there's some trees that are hanging on, but you know that's going to be just one fucking gust of wind one day, taking them all the rest of them down. Anyway, Derp. it's winter now. So what's your favorite winter beer? Hmm. Strong question. Favorite winter beer. That is tough because in winter I'm a big bourbon guy. You know that. Yeah. Who isn't? But when it comes to beer, I don't know. Fuck. See, I'm kind of on the spot, and I've kind of had a lot of Tito's, so, like, my brain is going everywhere You don't want to fuck this up. I'm, I yeah, like I'm, that. like, thinking about a million different beers right now. So it's tough. Ah, uh, shit. Huh. Yeah. I'll tell you mine. Perhaps brew ribbon? <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine is Heineken Dark Lager. Wow. That's a, see? And that was our shit for a while, too. Oh, fuck yeah. That, that was a, that's a treat. That's a treat. I like, fucking still to love this it. day, I would get giddy if somebody was like, "Yo, I picked up like a six or something." And it's not something you abuse. Like that's kind of my favorite part about it. Is it that gets you, heavy. Yeah, you don't get, you don't go out and get like a twenty four of those just in case some people want. Like you get no, six no. of you them. Get six. You stash them in the back of the fridge. Yeah. And like you just you just like give your homie the look like, "Yo, I'm going for a dark lager." Like you want one because yeah, and you have to share that six too because after about four, you're like. Yeah, that shit is syrup. Syrupy. Yeah, no, there's a bunch of good winter beers. That'll, that'll bog you it's down. It's tough, man. It's tough. Oh, uh, my favorite winter, uh, Sam Winter. Uh, <laughs> in the fall, I really like Sam Oktoberfest. Yeah, the winter lager. <laughs> what did uh, what did Katie bring to the apartment? It was like was it elf something with an elf. Oh, mad elf. Yeah, disgusting. I had two of those suckers. I was. Yeah, thirteen percent alcohol. Yeah. Been drinking, and we it was like late night. We That's the thing, Matt. Else, that's essentially like taking uh, twelve ounces of Bailey's to the head. Yeah, you uh, wouldn't fucking do that. No, <laughs> I know. And people get it every night. year. They're like, "Oh, Matt Elf, it's so like you don't even realize it's thirteen percent alcohol." It's like, yes, you, you should. Yeah, fucking do. <laughs> sure do. I don't think I've ever had more than two, and yeah. I'm a drinker. Yeah, like after two, I'm like, yeah, I better not mm-hmm. have another Matt Elf. Or we're gonna Mad be Matt Elf in my dick out in this place in this Christmas party. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I mean, you know, like, it's like, it's one of those things, like, really, does anyone, like, enjoy it in that much of moderation, or does everyone have the same experience, like, oh, I'm verging on blackout all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's not even that delicious to me. That's the thing. Like, who drinks a bottle of Malibu to the head? Yeah. You don't fucking do that. It's weird. It's a weird alcohol percentage. I think that's, things in that alcohol percentage, like, they need to be like wine, where, like, you're not gonna, I mean, people do, I get that, whatever, but people abuse every alcohol. Like, you're not gonna just sit there and, like, sip a bottle of wine till it's gone like you have a glass and you make it like a thing and you share it with the people around you and you let them have a glass and like you know you sip on it social mm-hmm. you don't do that with a mad elf because it's a fucking beer so you're just like oh 
This is no, this isn't that bad. I expected this to be worse. And then you're just fucked up. You're walking yeah. around like clamoring around on everything because you just drank fucking Pessoa. Yeah. Screaming Rudolph the Red Nosed Rangers <laughs> lyrics just like with all of your heart. <laughs> no, but listen, seriously, listen to the lyrics though. It's like seriously listen to the lyrics though. Serious though. Like the lyrics are like, oh my god, like seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, all right. Well, Paps Blue Ribbon has had a good run if it does go down. I, I, I would give you more facts on that story, but let's be honest. I mean, it's, it's a cult passion anyway. What they're going to really do is they're just going to repackage it. That's what Miller Coors is good for. Yeah, but fuck them. Yeah, buy it. Ugh, that red, white, and blue can. Come on. Somebody should just come back and fucking buy it and just be the king of Pabst. Why not? Weren't they just about to release a new beer, too? Really? I would live on a throne made out of Pabst 30 packs. Word. Yeah, dude, it's gorgeous. That red, white, and blue. It's generational, too. Our Proud fathers know it. Beer. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. won a blue ribbon for beer. Really? That's why it's called that. Darn right. Yeah, I mean, my uncle and I were drinking it on the golf course one time because they, they were selling buckets of it. Everything else they had, just like, you know, you can get one or whatever, and then you can get a bucket. But if you bought the bucket of Paps, you got five, which I thought was hilarious. You get five Paps. Yeah, dude, it's great. And then you get them for $2 a beer on the golf course, which is crazy. You know, you guys know you never get that on a golf course. No. So you get a bucket of five beers. So we each bought one, and we had it at our feet because there's no other room in the cart. And we gave it to this guy. I'm not going to, like, put out who this guy's walking life is, but... um. We, we gave it to this guy on the course, and then, like, the next hole, he was like, Jesus Christ, you guys want this back? He's like, shit, like, it takes me back to college. Like, I hate this stuff. And, like, ne- my uncle and I, neither of us said a word. We just looked at each other like, what the fuck was that about? Like, <laughs> and then we, we both just were like, we, we got off the golf course. Like, we got back to the house as, like, a, a family thing. And then, like, it was fucking months later I saw my uncle again. I was like, what the fuck was up with that guy with the fucking bashing up haps like that yeah he was like i know he's like oh it tastes disgusting what's that shit like we had a long conversation about how like yeah it was ten dollars for a five bucket yeah on the course bro so of course we did it and of course we you, you know what we're mad we fucking shared it with you because yeah. all you did was get it warm and shooked up and now it <laughs> tastes like shit because it's flat free beer is always the best tasting beer it doesn't make any sense you fucking come back and complain? Like, you have the fucking balls to come back and complain? We were like, no. No. You know what? He ain't right. Paps is the white bread of beer. To me. Hmm. What kind of bread do you eat? Paps. Oh. <laughs> Charcuterie. Paps. <laughs> no, it is a shame, though. I do love it. You never know one of Jared's famous Paps and Cheese parties? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's the beer for me that I could I could drink all day on a boat. Mm-hmm. God, on a boat. How Jersey did I just get? On a boat. It's not really Jersey, is no, it? That's Philly, bro. Yeah. yeah. Take that. South shit. Jersey. Maybe? Anyway, it is my it's my go to <laughs> all day drinker that I can drink a thirty pack and be like, all right, what are we doing now? Yeah. What's next? Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, and, and not feel bloated or be. Disgusted that's my thing. About that's it. my Miller Light, bro. And that's his Coors Light. Like Darn that's right. how we feel about it. I mean, that's the truth. Well, that's everyone's Coors Light. Everyone can drink Coors Light all day, every day. No, not if you don't like it. I've never been drunk. I, I oh, we always have this conversation because he does not like Miller, and I do not like Coors. 
and we and we do it all the time to each other. We're like, if he's getting the beers, like he's getting Coors Lights, and I forget it, and then I remember when he comes with that thirty and a smile on his face, and I'm like, yo, I'll get beer next time. Cause fuck, like yeah. I'm gonna have to drink these fucking Coors Lights. I can't drink Coors either. I I can't do it. I don't yeah. like it. I, I don't I, like it, and I can't. I've never been drunk off a of Coors Coors alone. But to my f- defense, usually when I get a thirty rack of Coors, I usually try to bring something else with it. It might be a Bud Select and a uh, Cornita. I might bring the wrong selection of both, but I'm gonna try to like bring a selection. For yeah, it. no, that's f- and that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I think I think that's always been true. I, and I know your. Well, that's thing, a good move. Your yeah. thing was the uh, the plastic bag, uh, full of beers, because I can remember many a time where you'd be like, oh, I left my beer at your house, and I wouldn't find it for like a week. I'd be like, What the fuck is he talking about? Shit is outside on the and porch, then I'd dog. be like, Going to clean out the fridge. <laughs> And I'd see a plastic bag in the fucking humidor compartment and be like, what the fuck is that? Is that a fucking Coors Light in there? Is that seven different shades, colors, and sizes of Coors Lights? Like one 16-ounce pint aluminum thing, like two bottles, two regular 12-ounce cans, and then like nine Slim cans? Oh, that must have been what John was talking about. Darn right. (laughs) Left his beer here. But, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, man. It's just it's beer. Something as simple as beer. We could just talk about it just all night. You know? Everyone likes different shit. That's just, that's the profundity of, you know, our that, taste buds. I like buds. that word. It's a good word. It's the human condition. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing less than that. Wow. I'm bringing my beard back. Oh, me too. I need a little winter cover up. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going full. I'm hoping by Christmas I'm, uh. Grizzly is all get out. I'm hoping by Christmas that I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't know why, but that's where my mind went. The way you, the way you like, were so committed. Like, it was as if it wasn't just the hair growing at a very normal rate, yeah. and you not cutting it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going. I, mean, I don't mean to downplay it. Like, it's difficult, right? Because you get those comments, right? Like every once in a while, somebody'd be like, "Stop acting black, Jared." <laughs> Do you get that? Yes, <laughs> all of the time. Yeah. It's it's under it's it's crazy. Jared, you look so black in that Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Howdy, <laughs> toodaloo. Whoopsie Daisy. Oh, that's good stuff. That's no, good stuff. That's... I don't know why I went there. It must have been the Tito's and the mango. Yeah, you definitely mm. caught me off guard with that. Um, so Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's coming back April 2019. April. I'm going to talk about shit that's epic. This is this is better than Pabst. This is better than Coors Light. This is monumental. This is even better than Heineken Dark Lager in the winter. It's close. So they are good. It's close. They are so good. This is the type of occasion you get a Heineken Dark Lager for. Mm-hmm. This is monumental for sure. Season season finale actually going to happen series. this time? Series finale. Right, I know, but like it wasn't even the season and it wasn't even the series last time. They just fucking fucked us with the like, oh, midway through the season. See you in two years. Oh, yeah, the mid-season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Walking Dead used to do that shit too. Right. Mid-season. Like finale. once they knew they had you by the balls. Like that's what I'm worried about is that they'll be like, we just really want this finale to be epic. And, like, maybe they're kind of building it up, and, like, maybe it'll end up, like, the Sopranos kind of, like, controversial ending. Dude, they've been filming for three years, I feel like. Really? Yeah. Because it was supposed to come out earlier than this, and they pushed it back again. Like, they f- they wrapped filming a while ago. 
Who do you hope wins? Who do you hope ends up on that throne? Um, I hope... <laughs> I... This is gonna, here's a weird White Walker scenario. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Everyone's oh. eyes turn blue, but not as blue as mine. <laughs> I hope Jamie and Cersei get to live a long, happy life with many incestual babies. Ooh. They have I little... don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't team, care. I'm kind of team uh, team Daenerys. Well, I've been going back and watching. Yeah. And if you if you do that, it, you'll gain a whole new perspective because I guarantee you, you forgot how creepy her fucking brother was. Oh at, yeah, at the beginning. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking creepy. A lot like, of to the point shit. like it's cringeworthy. Yeah. But when I was first watching the show, like, I was like, oh, that's weird, but different times, different times. And now that I know who Daenerys is, right, and she's this badass, she birthed them dragons and shit. Spoiler alert, that happened, like, season four. Yeah, it's a classic rags to riches. You didn't know her importance when all that shit was happening to her. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, it's it's your classic Peter Pumpernickel story. I don't know. <laughs> play the epic sax, man. Oh, man. That's not real. No, don't play the epic sax. That would be a terrible time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love Tito's. I have never. No, that's a lie. I watched the first season of it, I think. Oh, God. Don't even come at me right I now just, with the, like, I never watched it. I, I want to. I just never have, like, taken time to. And I felt like I got too far back that I couldn't catch up. I know that feeling, though, right? When everybody watches it. Like, Entourage, like, I caught on to that, like, maybe, like, two or three seasons late. But then I just, I grin, I grinned and bear it one day, and I was like, all right, I'm going to catch up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've done that with shows, obviously. But, like, Breaking Bad is one of those ones where it's almost better when you binge it. That's like, what we and, did. <laughs> and it could have been season six. Uh. And you'd be like, I've never seen it. And then before season seven came out, you can watch that whole goddamn thing. Because I've rewatched entire seasons multiple times. Yeah. Like, I do that right before the new season comes out. I'll rewatch the whole previous season. And that's, I don't do that with a lot of shows. This oh, is like Game the, of Thrones, you're saying? Yeah. This is the only show I've, I do that with, basically. Yeah. yeah, this one's good. I mean, this is, yeah, definitely. Take your, take your time. I mean, you have until April yeah. to catch up. So a lot of uh, info. I would highly recommend it. Getting yeah. started now. A lot of info. Yeah. Yeah. I did that with and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, episode, everyone really was always talking about it, and I waited till the series was completely done with, and I right. binged it. And I was like, eh, I kind of liked it better binging it. Not oh, that- I bet a Game of Thrones binging it is like <sighs> fucking, you might just end up melted into your couch. Yo, I'm going to re-binge it when it's over, for sure, again. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. I'm Like I said, Nikki and I are like halfway through the first season now, like slowly going back and just catching an episode here or there. First are of all, it's one of the only things we can agree on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And second of all, like, we were just kind of like, all right, we're going to set ourselves up for this, like, last one to be, like, real, real big, like, fucking mental. So you're trying to make it all the way back by April? Yeah. Do you think you can do it? I doubt it. I mean, you got, that's some dedication. You got to put some time aside. Well, the yeah, the hardest part is both of us watching it. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's like, most of the time, like, if it's just the two of us at home, like, she's like, catching up on something she wants to watch that I don't and I'm catching up on something that I want to watch that she doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, other than that, we're going and doing and, and whatever. Um, but then, like, on planes, we're not watching the same screen. And that would be, like, the time to do it, right? Like, oh, cool, two episodes right there. But, like, it's hard. Like, 
you can't hook up multiple Bluetooth headphones. So somebody would like you have can, to have one ear in and then you'd have the other ear in, which it's just not as epic. You Game can of Thrones is epic. You can sync up not technologically, right? But, you know, like human human sync. Like three, two, one, play. Oh, <laughs> Both have it on yeah, our yeah, devices. Yeah. You're yeah, each yeah. watching individually, but you sync. I know, but you know, inevitably, like someone would um, fall asleep or or whatever. Like, so it's it's still not ideal. It's still not ideal, and I know. I mean, that that's tough. But you know what? That gets into my 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 uncle Mike rant that I actually do want to get into. Oh wait, now. didn't you start? Didn't this all start from that, and we didn't really get into it? Or well, that's what my rant was gonna be, but it's it's not a good one. Okay. It's not, I didn't have enough to rant on there, and I feel like, you know what, at the same time, like, I can see both sides, which is not a good rant. What I really want to rant about is is I want to rant about Apple. Ah. All right? It's too much. It's fucking too much. This fucking plethora of shit that they just released just because people need to, like, have a new Apple thing. It's fucking too much. And you know what? This is why there's still people using Androids out there. So even though the iPhone is clearly superior to every fucking Android phone there is, in every way, the platform's better, the fucking cameras are better, everything's better. The iPhone 8 Plus is bigger than the iPhone XS? See what I'm saying? We're t- All right, so now, literally, as far as capable iPhones, you have like from the iPhone 6, the original release of the iPhone 6, great phone, does everything you need it to do. It, it, it's missing like a couple pieces, like the camera. Like, we're not talking about major technological advances when you're talking about iPhone X or iPhone 6, it's the camera. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. But there's how many iterations of phones in between? The 6, the 6S, the 7, the 7 Plus, the 7S, the 7 Plus S. It's just like you come out with a new phone every fucking six and a half months. And really, like, if you were a smart Apple investor, really what you would be doing is going out and getting, like, the iPhone X now that the new ones have come out, where it's, like, it's the same phone. Look at the, like, look at the fucking advertising on their website. It's like, Oh, it's like no other phone has ever been. They sell you with the fucking Don LaFontaine, like, epic buildup. And then it's like, <laughs> what am I actually getting? They're like, oh, uh, it's a, there's a new tech. They're brighter. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it's like, oh, there, wait, there's a new chip in there that nobody's even invented software that can keep up with this chip yet. It'll burn your retinas if you really wanted it to. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It really is. If you go on Apple's website right now, it's just, they're like, the totally reinvented iPad. There's never been anything like it. It's 0.3 inches longer and, <laughs> and 0.2 inches wider than previous iterate. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. And people are buying it up. Like, people are having joygasms outside of Apple stores uh, waiting in line for these things. It's it, uh, They've really cornered the market when it comes to, like, exclusivity. Uh, like, getting people to wait in line for new shit. Like, the, the, the consumer drove the market, but then Apple took that and, like, made it even more exclusive and ran with it. It's kind of like this rolling ball of just, like, you know what's cool? The new one that we're doing right now. And then people are like, you know what I need? That new one right now. Oh, I mean, people will literally be like, well, I'm so making payments on my other one, but I gotta have it. Not me, bro. I got that sick spider. 
And then you'll be like, yo, what, what, what's, what's different about it? Like, is it cool? Like, blah, blah, blah. You'll ask people straight up that had to have it, waited in line. And they'll be like, I mean, it's faster, you know? I mean, it's, fa- it's definitely faster. You're it's like, weird to get used to. <laughs> what are you doing faster? Yeah. Making a fucking phone call? It's weirder like, to get used to. Like, but you, you pick it up pretty quick. I mean, with every new phone, I have to t- completely relearn the, like, the manufacturing, manufacturing of it. Manufacturing? Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, portrait mode the was like... The productivity of portrait it. Portrait mode, it's, it's a stupid little thing, and I, I found value in it. Like, when they made the camera that much better, it was like, oh, you know what? I can see a value in that, and and that's kind of where it's like, all right, I'll take that step. But it had nothing to do with, like, cool. It had to do with, like, a function, like an actual thing that it did better than a previous model. Yeah, and when you break that down, that function is literally just making you look better and when you see something, you take that picture and you're like, oh my God, I look I look awesome in portrait mode. It's such a better picture of me. And you take that model and you run with it, of course you're going to be like, oh my God, I will never take another picture of me again unless I'm in portrait mode. Do you see how much better in portrait mode I look? To be fair, I, I won't completely disagree with that. It's like, yeah, well, it's nice, it's a bonus, but it's more about the camera's functionality itself. Like, it is taking better pictures of anything. And that that has value. The yeah, selfie thing, like, I'm not really honest, big into selfies. Let's be honest, everyone's only taking pictures of themselves anymore. Well, those are a lot of, like, well, superlatives to describe that. It's kind of like... Or superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> the profundity. <laughs> but yeah, that's my fucking Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike rant this week. I, I don't have to go into it because you know, if you either fucking love the new shit and you're like, shut up, Mike. If I want to buy a new phone every three months, I will. And if you can, you can. Like, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, you're an asshole. But yeah. enjoy your phone. I mean, I'm on the Apple train too, but like, I'm just on that slow track. Right. But but that's a good one where you get it at a nice value. Yeah. I got that six spider. I'm just waiting. For my minutes to run out, because I, I got, I got, dick. I, got <laughs> I got nights and weekends still. You got that spider? <laughs> I got night and, nights and weekends minutes. I got the spider screens. I got fucking <laughs> plug and play. Hooks up to my PSP. <laughs> fucking dude. Dude. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, I man. I, you know what? We should sign this off. Yeah, let's you know wrap what? it up. Um, I, don't, I ain't got a lot else to say. Good. Sick of it. Nice. Just kidding. Like, hey, jerk. So you're thinking. I like your jury. shirt tonight. I like your shirt tonight. Do you? Yeah, I do. You went for a little papa color in ya. Yeah. A little papa color. That's pretty cute. Yeah, thanks. It's pretty cute. It screams like, I can be fun. That's right. It does. I want you guys to know. Like, hey, I'm buttoned up, but I can be fun. That's okay. I can be fun. I can be fun. My favorite part about the shirt, actually, what really sold me on this shirt is it has the wood green buttons. Ooh, Which I really, I really like the green. details. Uh, That's yeah. like, I'm sensible, but I can be fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. makes perfect yeah. sense. I went to work today. But I also kicked it loose with a couple Ooh. of Tito's, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, I'll wake up at a reasonable hour. When you, you got know? work until six, but a confetti cake party at seven. There you go. Ooh, Maybe a saying? Mrs. Fields icing filled, not fucking ice cream oh sandwich. God. Some cube mangoes. I love indulging. <laughs> I love indulging, but that fucking frosting, isn't that too much, dude. Uh, it would make me sick. Oh, and not much can do up. that. I got the shivers from it when I realized what it was. The yeah. shivers. Ah, it's diabetes, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tito's has been treating us well tonight. Yeah, thanks, Tito's.
Thanks, Mr. Tito. Anyone you anyone you want to thank, Rock? Anything you want to say before we uh, before we get out of here? Nah, I just love being up here and kicking it with you guys. It's always fun, man. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank oh. you. Thanks for being here. Quaint. Yeah, quaint. Um, I uh, I appreciate you coming, Rock. It's been a while since I've seen you. Not really too long, but since I've seen you up here, so it's great having you. Thanks for helping us out tonight. No problem. Uh, only thing I want to mention is reach out to us, get in touch with us, go to all of our social media, even though it's bullshit, as we discovered tonight. Right, review. Right, review, check us out, spread the word, word of mouth. We're building. We're trying to get better. We're getting bigger. We're trying. It's grassroots. You're going to get what you're going to get with this. We get to come on here and randomly yell about dumb shit, and hopefully you find some joy in that. But uh, it's good to see you, Mike. Mm. It's good to see you too, brother. Thanks for being out here, Jury. And thanks for being out here, Rock. Um, you know, it's a good time up in the loft as always. Jury, thanks for keeping it at a sensible temperature up in here. Of course. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate all the work that you do that goes into us being up here. Um, I just want to acknowledge that here at a milestone, episode 60. And... Um, yeah, other than that, I got a jam for you that... Let me know, guys, if I've already played this song, because I'm getting to the point now where... I don't know, I mean, I like music, and I'm always listening to new music and stuff, but, you know, like, there's a certain, like, level that I hold the song to if I'm going to play it up here, because it's like, I could get judged. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I mean, I'm feeling very closely, like... I know I've repeated artists, but... I. I hope I haven't repeated songs yet, so I got to do some work, some track work, and write them all down, so I know I don't do it in the future. But um, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one from uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Um, it's off. Uh, it's off their 2018 release, and it's called "You Worry Me." Thanks, everyone, still listening. Let us know. This has been the Garden State Revelry. We'll see you next time. Bye.